Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Only let go of me. I think you're worth on my neck, me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here. The martini, shaken, not stirred. Hello, kiddies! In the red corner, standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds, is the Eclectic Collective! There's just so many options. I don't know what to choose. What should I choose? <laughs> By the way, you need to go back to acting school so you can produce a movie that's good in this decade. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good tidings to whenever you're listening to us. This is the Eclectic Collective Show. Yes, we hear your applause all the way from over here. (laughs) (laughs) This is a show about uh, all the ramblings of nerds. We are a collective of nerds, and today we're going to be talking about entertainment from the past 20 plus years. And uh, this is where we complain about the reset button because it just starts the whole game over, and you kids today, it just resets for you. (laughs) I'm Matt. Ryan. Brian. Jim. How you guys feeling this week? Good? Oh, yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah. I'm ready for this. Better man. than your hand. This was yeah, the- better than the <laughs> hand. <laughs> I had, uh- this, this episode was my choice, man, because I really think we'll probably touch on this subject a lot in our podcast because, I mean, this is at the core of what we're talking about all yes. week, every yeah. week anyway. But, um, yeah, I mean, this, you know, um, the access over the years has just changed and evolved so much that uh, – and I dig where it's going, but, you know, I also miss some things. So. I, I totally miss, you know, with entertainment for us, you know, for this generation at this table, it all pretty much the popular entertainment started when we were kids, uh, probably right around the time you were a kid, Jim, before our time Yeah, uh, is where it was getting started slowly. And then right around the 80s when we were all born, wait, you're 80. You're, you're 1980. 1980. Yeah, I know. You're just so old. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> you were born in 1906, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, right around the 80s is where it took off. And then 90s, it just grew massively. And now it's kind of leveled to where you're getting more quality than quantity. So now, uh, or, you know, it depends on what you're talking about. With games, it's 
quality over quantity and with entertainment i'm just over you know with tv and everything i'm just i'm so overwhelmed these days but uh yeah so today uh we're going to talk about the growing of entertainment from the past 20 plus years and we're going to start with a typical saturday morning because everyone's had those saturdays where you had no responsibility i know it's been a while for everybody (laughs) in this room but when we were kids, Slightly. we always <laughs> we always had those Saturday mornings or a summer's day where we just got up and we already had our day planned because we didn't have a whole lot for us. No, so who no. wants to start? Let's start with Brian. <laughs> what was a typical Saturday morning or a summer day where you, you had nothing going on? What was some entertainment that for you, br- briefly describe to us a Saturday morning for you when you were a kid? Well, most of the most of my Saturday mornings were, you know, wake up at the crack of ten, <laughs> at the crack of noon, at the crack of noon for deep knee rock squats. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, and then start off with breakfast and uh, cartoons. Oh, I love the Saturday morning cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons were uh, that don't exist that way no. anymore. Anymore, no, anymore. You have everything not formatted at your like yeah, it not was. formatted like it was then. But, you know, that's as far as a morning goes, I would just, you know, wake up, eat breakfast, and it was cartoons. And then the day goes, then it was my true entertainment back when I was young was uh, getting the afternoon started with BMX biking. Oh my gosh, man! Let me tell you, that was the thing to do around when I when I started growing up. That's too much effort for me as a kid. What what could you jump? How high could you get? Did you injure yourself? Then you weren't cool if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and that's pretty much what it was. And then, you well, know, you know, I guess at nighttime when we were yelled at by our parents. You know, you know, not not coming to find you. They were on the porch screaming your name, so the you full could hear name them. also the full name. Because, you know, there was always uh, be home before the street lights go out <laughs> or come yeah. on. Or, you, or <laughs> you'll hear your mother yeah. with that uh, Satanistic voice. <laughs> yeah, <girl. laughs> By the power of She-Ra, I'm going to whip your butt. <laughs> Man, you, you had a very... You're, the sound of your day is just wearing me out now. <laughs> I couldn't imagine getting up but and going to your mind, dude. But I mean. then nighttime, around nighttime, you get home. Then it was time to come home. And it, I guess when I, what I, I don't know, in the start of it was, uh, you know, fun and in, in, uh, in uh, the, what is it, uh, Atari would mm-hmm. be one of the, one of the game systems. Yeah, because uh, in our house, yeah. it was limited game limited systems, game for, a systems for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Y'all got them <laughs> a lot more in your childhood yeah. than I did. But we, where did, okay, where we got that, when did we get that Atari? That was given to us. It was the Atari no, 2600. No, it was the Atari 2600, and mom bought that brand new. Did I was, she? I yes. went to the mall to buy it with her. And uh, I don't even remember what mall it was. I want to say it was the original 100 Oaks Mall because that was the big deal yeah. back in the day. But um, I remember going to the mall and bringing that sucker home. Wow. We did not get that until um, we were never the first, the second, or the third to get anything. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> we probably got one of the last 12 on the shelf yeah, after yeah. they were phasing out. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But, but, but she yeah. did buy it off the shelf, brand new, but she probably had a coupon. Yeah. She probably got it on clearance. Yeah. You know, still brand like new, though. Right it around was still the time brand new. NES yeah. was about to come out and just yeah. put it out. 
Actually, it probably was about the time NES was about to come out. We finally got an Atari. You finally got an Atari, yes. and I remember that man. That thing lasted though. Oh yeah, it lasted a long it, time, forever. So, Jim, what what was a typical Saturday for you, man? Okay, so I was completely different back then because I was actually extremely active. Um, <laughs> I would literally wake Why up. How they've changed. I know how they've changed. <laughs> Lazy. Um, but I would wake up early. I would get up around 7 o'clock because I had cartoons that would start early in the morning. So my day would consist of waking up at 7 a.m., consuming my half a box of, um, uh, what was it? Uh, what was my cereal? Crunch. Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. There you go. Yes. Uh, half a box of Captain Crunch and my Jethro Bowl. <laughs> the uh, big silver bowl. Yes. Honey my big combs. silver bowl. Honeycombs. Honeycombs. I wasn't a big cereal person. Though. Oh, I was, mm, man. I love Half a box. They, Mom had to bring home four or five boxes for a week for me. <laughs> but um, I'd eat my cereal, watch my cartoons. Now, on Saturday, um, I'd actually, after cartoons went off, uh, Memphis Wrestling would come on. Uh, what was it? Gordon Soley? Lance Russell. Lance Russell. And Dave Brown. Yep. And then uh, watch my wrestling. As soon as wrestling went off, uh, which I think was around 10... Uh, about the time it went off because ABC's Wild World Sports would come on. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw that, depending on what the sport was, I usually didn't watch it because most of the time it would be like downhill skiing or something stupid. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'd get on my Team Murray bicycle, not BMX <laughs> because mom didn't have that money back then. <laughs> so I got my yard sale Team Murray going. I'd, I'd bicycle to all my friends' houses. That was my sat every Saturday. And I wouldn't stop until I found one of my friends home. Mm-hmm. I'd go door to door in the neighborhood to all my friends' houses. And when I found somebody home, then we'd gaggle everybody and go over to Country Squire Apartments. Oh, yeah. Hey. Country Squire <laughs> represent. Yep. And then we'd start there. And uh, as soon as we had everybody organized, we'd get on our bicycles. And we'd either drive. We'd, drive, we'd ride to either St. Edwards or Witsit School. And Witsit, we go there because they had the eight-foot goals we could all dunk on. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Or we go straight up. If we didn't feel like driving all the way, driving all the way out there, we'd go up to um, St. Edwards, which was right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go play basketball. We play basketball for two, three, four hours. Go up to the quick sack, get us a Gatorade, some basketball cards. Uh, come back to Country Squire Apartments. Um, and we wouldn't even go into an apartment. We would just get down to our shorts and jump straight in the pool. Oh, yeah. I mean, swim oh, in yes. that pool for hours and hours. I mean, just cannonball after cannonball after cannonball. We'd do that forever. Then we'd um, then we'd go. We'd all go back home, or if I brought clothes over, we'd go up to Jason's mm-hmm. apartment or CJ's or Jim Oates. We'd go up in their apartment. We'd change clothes. And then we'd ride our bicycles. Or if we were lucky, somebody's mother would give us a ride to a mall. <laughs> but if we didn't have a ride, we'd get on our bikes and we'd ride to the mall. We'd go to Hundred Oaks Mall. We'd go to Harding Mall, which doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore. There's a Walmart there now. Yeah. Uh, but we'd go to a mall. Eventually, Hickory Hollow came around. I remember the day when Hickory Hollow didn't exist. Yeah. Uh, but we would go to that mall. We'd you know walk around and do our thing. And... Uh, about that when we were that age where we could do stuff like that we were going to movies frequently so we would go to the movie theater and watch movies and um and then once we got done with that we'd come back to we would already have established whose house we were crashing at that night (laughs) and so we would end up at that person's house and 
we would stop off at um, uh, it wouldn't be Blockbuster Video. It yeah. would be like Bob's Video Shack yeah. or yes. something. You know, Video Incorporated. Yeah, it would be <laughs> Bob's what was Video the Shack. Video with the store on Owensville Road. Video Incorporated. Was yeah, that, it was yeah. Video Incorporated. Sure. Where that uh, car yeah. place is. Yep. Yes, yeah. that, that was where Mom bought ET. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, those were always the places with the very questionable curtain that yes. you never went anywhere. That's you right. Go yes. Into, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You you don't walk. You but don't walk mom and dad. Anywhere. The reason why mom and dad started going there was because they were one of the only places to have Betamax yeah. for rent. Yeah. Beta, yeah. Beta. Beta represent wave of the future. Man, but, uh, I'm realizing how sad my li- my childhood. <laughs> was. <laughs> but uh. Um, but we would stop off at, you know, some random video rent place. We'd grab a bunch of movies. We'd go back to someplace place. We'd order about 15, 20 pizzas, a bunch of Coke mm-hmm. and chill out and we'll eat pizza and sugar up and watch movies all night until we crashed. Oh my that God. Was a, that was a typical Saturday. Man, that's too much. <laughs> Even for me today, I mean, that's too much. How about you, Ryan? What was a typical Saturday morning? Or Saturday, Saturday morning was waking up, like Jim said, break of dawn. Watching Hulk Hogan rock and roll wrestling, and also eating either Fruit Loops or how about this one, Smurf cereal. Oh, Smurf yeah. cereal. Yeah, I loved Smurf cereal. Smurfs? Yeah, I don't know why, wow. but I really did. I'd watch rock and roll wrestling. Then after that, it would be time for USWA wrestling with Dave Brown and Lance Russell. Have to watch the King Jerry Lawler. After that, it was pretty much playtime whenever it came to playing with my wrestling figures that I always had that I worshipped. Going outside, um, I would spend a few hours outside, like looking up for people, baseball card collecting, go to Hardy Mall for EGADs. 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 Oh, my God. That's where we got a lot of our basketball cards. Man, I loved EGADs. I'd go there and spend hours there. Walk around Hardy Mall. Maybe sometimes go up to Cinema South, see a movie with my mom, or mm-hmm. if I was lucky enough, we'd go to Bell Forge, Hicker Hollow. That was a treat to go to Hicker Hollow. Big treat. Yeah, I mean, because that was not even close to my area. Um, after that, man, just pretty much just going to Video Incorporated, renting the three for five dollars, which was a big deal. Yeah, three movies for five, <laughs> and I'd always rent pretty much the same thing because I was not big on change. Yeah, <laughs> um, go home, watch movies, play with wrestlers again, and just. Pretty much just crash after that. My, I was I was pretty much a loner child. <laughs> I, you know, uh, you know, for me, uh, it it had it had, it depends on what era of childhood because yeah. I wasn't very social, you know, until about twelve or thirteen when mm-hmm. I was allowed to go past our neighborhoods. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, then you know I was never home. But before then, like a, a typical Saturday morning for me would I would wake up when mom would come in and be like, Are you gonna sleep all day? <laughs> and be like, oh, I guess not, so get up. <laughs> get and out then, of the house. And then he'd I'd have to go I would go into the living room and just plop down on the the flower couch or whatever. I that. <laughs> and then whoever everybody had yeah. one of those couches yeah. in their house. Yeah. Yeah. And then whatever was on TV, I had to watch because we had one TV. Mm. Well, we had two, but one was in mom and dad's room. And because I didn't get my own TV until I moved upstairs and I got my first nine inch TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. I took the other one with me when I moved out. <laughs> but, I, you know, after that, uh, I would 
you know, go outside and play make-believe, or I would go to another friend's house who had a game system and then spend the most of the day, day, day there. Uh, but once I got to the point where I could walk up to uh, Paragon Mills uh, to, you know, my friends, we would swim all day. Uh, and then when we were done swimming, I would mooch from their refrigerator <laughs> that has not changed today. No, not, no, no. It's, it's a habit hard to break. <laughs> We're talking about our past, not yesterday. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> That's the thing is my past follows me because the habits I can't break. But I would mooch out of their fridge. And then, you know, when I've mooched enough, I would watch movies with them. And then I'd go home and watch movies until, you know, uh, I go to sleep. But uh, when I got my like when I it wasn't around when I got my first game system is when I was always at home but so let's talk about the first what what is the oldest memory of electronic entertainment I'm going to take this because I'm going to beat all of you <laughs> um, because I remember the day and you guys weren't you guys weren't born yet but I remember the day that um, grandma came home from the yard sale with mom and had in her hand a Tandy TV score scoreboard, which was originally show, sold by Radio Shack in 1976 and 1982. And if you're listening to this, please Google it and look at it because it's. I thought this was the best thing ever. Yeah. We'll also post a picture. Uh, oh yeah, yeah we absolutely. We will. But this was the most basic thing ever. It was essentially. Pong, and they had they had the games labeled as like tennis, squash, football, but it was just Pong. It was all just different types of Pong, yeah. and uh, and you know you had to get your UF, UHF connector to hook it up to the back of the TV and get a little slider switch to turn it on, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then uh, you you had you had it actually had removable paddles, but you actually had to go back to the console to start every game. Um, and then also, as I've pointed out before, that it, it came completely built-in manual scoreboard to keep your score because it didn't have digital scorekeeping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how basic the game system was. It could not keep your score. It just was a ball just bouncing had, back and just forth. Just had that little uh, your, clippy little, right here yeah. or whatever, that slide bar. A little slide bar up and down, and that's all it did. And it did not. It wouldn't even keep your score. I mean, that just it's just a number to yeah, add yeah. up. But when yeah. you saw it, you were like, Oh, it was man. The, oh, yeah. It was the best thing ever. I don't have to write it down. I could just slide it up. I could just slide it up. Man, so how about you, Ryan? What's the earliest electronic entertainment that you can remember? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Whenever I was five, six years old, I remember us getting our first VCR. Yeah? Like, I think that was the first electronic I'm pretty sure they had a beta but I was too young to remember beta so I'm not even going to lie about that yeah VCR is the first thing that I remember that I was just amazed with electronic wow like I mean honestly mm -hmm. like that was yeah I remember getting the when video incorporated and we're giving them a lot of shout outs would deliver movies do you remember that I remember that they would yeah. deliver movies yeah and they would do I, that was a big oh man thing. that was huge that was a big and thing. it was cool so they would like deliver the movies to us and I remember when we got our VCR like we rented movies. I'm sure mine was ET, but I snuck off 
my sister let me watch Eddie Murphy Delirious. Oh. <laughs> Here I am, like you five, came home cussing. Oh you? man, or you came around to your dad. Here I am, like five, six years old, watching Eddie Murphy Delirious and like eating Domino's pizza. <laughs> so I mean, and, and that's where my love for it. But that's another story. But yeah, I mean, VCR was the first thing that VCR. I really okay. remember. Okay. How about you, Brian? What's what? And it doesn't have to be yours. Just something you remember. The oldest electronic entertainment you can remember. Well, I mean, I guess I'd have to. I mean, as far as and if you could, I guess you place it in the entertainment spectrum. Yeah. I do remember uh, Dad's old reel to reel system he used to have. I was hoping y'all would bring that up. <laughs> I personally <laughs> did not bring it up because I was hoping one of y'all. Yeah. Would. I, I have a different dad electronic. But, this yeah. is where we get our electronic yes. love Wait from. Is from dad. Okay, so maybe I. What what is that? Audio reel to reel. It yeah. was the big reels that were this big around. Oh, that actually played. The yeah, they actually played the played wow. music. Yeah. He used to sit around for hours and edit music off the radio off those things. Your dad. Yes. And <laughs> and do y'all remember this? Do y'all remember this? He took it to church and recorded yes. a Christmas mass with Absolutely. it. Absolutely, remember that. Thing. Wow. So so it'd be the reel to reel for you. It would be the reel to reel, reel to reel as far as something just generic in the entertainment field, and then as far as like a gaming system would be the Atari. Um, I did know someone. Well, it, it doesn't have to be a game. I was just saying. Well, I was just saying. Yeah, maybe it's just that. But the, you know, as far as the oldest thing in the gaming world, I do know. I did know a friend of mine had a ColecoVision, Coleco, but Atari yeah. Atari Coleco. came out first. Yeah. Well, Coleco was like the wasn't it like the Japanese? Yeah. Like yeah, uh, I believe yes. trying to yeah, come yes. back for me. Uh, for me, the earliest thing I don't know if y'all remember was that old. It was. A handheld TV that he carried yes, in his I remember van. That. Yes, yes, yes. And that is the earliest, like the coolest thing I've, I saw as a kid. And it was dad's, and like it, it had a, it was, and it was like a nine inch TV. This thing because yeah. they didn't come any smaller. Yeah, yeah. And it was really heavy, but it had a handle, mm-hmm. and you could take it anywhere, and it would plug into a lighter. That's yeah. funny. And like he, and he ha- always had like those, those. Uh, what what were those vans called? Uh, yeah, the Mark Astro, Threes. The Astro yeah, vans, like well, the Chevy Astros. Well, it was Mark Mark Three was his was his baby to, yeah. to drive though, and he, he would always Astro. have it in there because you know you had to have TV in the van. Oh yeah, of and course. this is before yeah. uh, seatbelt law. <laughs> yeah, you know, you could just roam <laughs> yeah. around the cabin. Yeah, well, that was back when we were all rolling around in the back of station wagons, station oh, wagons, yeah. or uh, mom's blazer. Mom's yeah. blazer. She would let us sit in the very back. Yep. Like before, before seatbelt law, it was. So Isn't that funny? Like I know I don't want to get off too subject, but nowadays, like back then, we probably I remember we drove to Florida and I sat in the back seat of that station wagon, climbed over seats, oh, get yes. the back seat, Didn't whatever. Matter. And now, if they saw us doing that, we'd probably be in jail. But you also the parents know parents would go to jail. Oh yeah, for sure. but sure. you also know cars back then could take a hit. Now today, oh, they're yeah. paper and oh yeah, you know, just one hit will hit straight through. <laughs> Absolutely. So you know, like you know, those station wagons, like uh, the Green Machine, oh, like you yeah. couldn't. That was dent, my favorite. You couldn't dent that thing. Didn't break it. You couldn't. You could go full force, and you might leave a dent in the front, but yeah. everybody inside was going to be just Absolutely. fine. Absolutely. I'm going to have to look this stuff up that y'all were saying. I was an 80s kid, and I do not. I remember the TV. Like the, you said, yeah. yeah the, it like, had a handle. But you like don't remember the reel to reel? Yeah, I need to look that up. Oh, I don't but know you would know it that. if you saw it. You'd, you'd, you'd uh, be like, oh. He also had a, okay, he also had a video reel to reel, too. He used to have races on those things. Oh, you're but, talking about projector. No, no. You're talking no, about the 8, his audio. eight millimeter. The no, 8 millimeter. Projector. Yeah. 8 millimeter recorder and projector, yeah. yes. But, but he also had his reel to reel. This is where we get our electronic 
obsession. Oh, it's, I'm going to give had to have the new, the yeah, newest thing, and I'm going to give Dad an honorable mention because we all remember the hi-fi stereo that oh, he had. Yeah, that was where all Mom and Dad's money the Mach, went. Back it was in the, the Mach One. That's yeah, what it was do y'all remember? Do y'all remember a, a a piece of that particular setup? It was his ejectable turntable. Yes, I do Where, remember that. Pushed a button Pushed and it, button came, and it out. came out. Yeah, he yep. thought that was the coolest thing ever bought at Radio Shack. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? The comedian says, "We're going hungry, but we got tunes." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, Ron, let, uh, let in your like in this category, what? How would you put into percentage? And let, let's do it as a kid and today because. I still do well, all I did, of these I kinda, things. I kind of did mine. I mean, and you, you can go first run, but I mean, I kind of did mine for in purpose because as I evolved, there are specific elements that happened that, yeah. that skewed my percentages. That That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's why I was saying like, so as a was and is because I still do everything on this mm-hmm. like t- <laughs> like is I, I still I still watch TV movie theater video games and I still go outside now my outside play is different today <laughs> yeah. than it was back then but so in, in percentage wise yeah. like how much TV movie theater and video games and you going outside would you say TV easily. as a kid first. as a kid first TV 20% Movie theater, 60%. I was always at always the theater. There, yeah. okay. Outside, 10%. I'm sure that's surprising <laughs> to everybody. 2.5. Yeah. And then 2. video 5. games, <laughs> I mean, even as a kid, was 10%. But now okay. as an adult, <laughs> TV, 40%. Movies, 60%. Outside, zero. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Video games. I don't like you the outside. I think all of us are going to wind up in that You know, video we games. We perfected the inside yeah. if we were supposed to go outside. Video games grew probably larger when I was a teenager, but now, especially with kids like we all have, yeah. probably back to 10% like I did at a kid. Back to 10%? Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. How about you, Jim? <laughs> okay, so, uh, so pre-1983. Pre? Uh, pre. Yeah, pre-1983. <laughs> Um, so I would have been, what, see, nine years old about this time. And, uh, I mean, I, even at the age of seven or eight, mom and dad would, you know, let me go out and roam. And I mean, it was a different era. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so, I mean, we could, I could roam a lot when I was younger, but, um, and I used to ride my bike up and down the street and walk to friends' houses, uh, back then. But I mean, pre-1983, TV, 30%, outside, 70%. Because she kicked you out. Movie, yeah. yes. Good <laughs> the house. Movie theater, zero, because we never went, because mom and dad had zero money. And <laughs> video, video games, zero percent, because we didn't have them. Um, now, 1983 was uh, when, uh, when after just shortly after 1983 was when we first got that game system yeah. at, at mom's house. And I started having friends pop up that had game systems. Mm-hmm. Um, so it adjusted a little bit at that moment. And so my outside time dwindled a little bit, I'd say down to 60%. 5% video games only because I didn't have access to them at my house. Right. It was only when I went to my friend's house. Um, 1983 was when mom let me started going to movies by myself. Mm-hmm. And I got to go see Return of the Jedi. That was my first movie by myself that I got to go see. So I put a movie theater 1% because I got to go a little bit, but again, I was still hindered by mom and dad not having any money. And then about 34% TV. Now, 
1988. Um, I feel spoiled. His childhood sucked. It was, it was <laughs> pretty boring. It was pretty boring. I mean, you know, you guys had better access to entertainment and video yeah. games, and I had a stick. Just, um, just with, just here, the, here, go, here, go, play. This is a gun. Go play with it. Just, and that, like, just a six-year difference. Like, I know. You know, like for you, yeah. Like when you, you had to, you had to go to find now, these things. Yeah. Yes. Elsewhere and elsewhere. not in the home. So, um, and a lot of times too, I'll, you know, I, I'd get a, you know some of it uh, when I'd go to my grandmother's. Had access to the pong, and then I'd go down to down the street to the deck bars and hang out with them because he had a Commodore sixty four game console oh and and a and and a Coleco Vision, and he, they had the most random stuff. They never had the top popular stuff. Yeah. But they had money, and they were always really pretentious. And you know, if you guys are listening, I'm so sorry. Um, but, really but I'm sorry. You know, it's just it's just the way it was. And uh, you know, they always had the weirdest stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, I had I was you know that was I was I had that exposure. But yeah, 1988 um, was a year that everything really adjusted for me because that was the year that I got my first game console. Mom got me. A uh, a Nintendo, or was it a Nintendo? No, it was the Atari. That was when she got the Atari. Yeah, the Atari. Yeah, that was when she got we the Atari. Never she secretly Nintendo. got that for her no. because she liked Food Fight. I know, and Burger Time. And Burger Time. Um, and uh, she did. She did. But um, but anyway, we had at home access to Atari, um, and I was old enough to, and we had um, I had all my buddies around me, Jason, CJ, Jim. We all go to uh, the movies a lot because we had. Uh, I was getting a little bit of an allowance after I slaved, and um, you know, getting a little money from Mimi, and uh, I'd go get to go to the theater a lot. And TV sucked. Nineteen eighty eight was a horrible year. All of my eighties TV shows, my yeah. popular eighties TV shows, were coming to an end for an ever, like for an ever end in that yeah. year. So they were. I mean, by eighty eight. All my stuff that I loved was gone. And syndication was rare. Man. And syndication yeah. was pretty rare, and because you had very few channels back yeah. then. So, um, but uh, uh, my theater time increased. My video came game time increased. I would vary everything. Outside time forty percent. Video game twenty five. Movies twenty five. And TV ten. Because there was still a little bit of something I could find yeah. once in a while, maybe on the weekends, cartoons or yeah. something. But my main popular syndicated, we're not syndicated, but my main popular shows, they were gone. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so now, today, today, I work and I podcast. <laughs> and so that's pretty much... Hey, but you get out to podcast. I get out to podcast. You're no longer at your house. <laughs> I get out to podcast. So... <laughs> This is what I do now. I'm, you know, other than that, I'm at home watching TV. So ninety nine percent of my entertainment comes. You've been from going TV. to a lot of movies. Lately, I go a lot. Of, I go to a lot of movies though. I do go to a lot of movies. So I mean, you could probably. I mean, you still have to give TV the, the lion's share. TV is it. your. Life. It's my go to. That, so that's your your comfort zone. Your so little, let's uh, say so let's say sixty TV, forty movies. Yeah, so. I think or I'll. 39 movies in 1% podcast. Like the only reason I think <laughs> yeah. I was lucky enough to go to so many movies, I think we've talked about this. My dad was in politics and they gave him, Carmike Cinemas gave them a card. I could get into movies for 50 cents. Oh, wow. Man. Like from 83, of course I wasn't going to the movies when I was three, all the way to 95. So I had a card that I can get in. The most I paid was for two people and that was a dollar. So I wow. spent, that was... 
my parents pretty much just going go to the movie. Oh, <laughs> I also go away. I yeah, also yeah. remember there was a time I don't remember exactly when this happened, but uh, when the theaters at Hundred Oaks Mall changed to a ninety nine cent theater. Yeah. Oh yeah. The old one. The old that theater. That was by that uh, Martin Theater. Yeah. yeah, Martin Theater. I remember it, they changed it to a 99-cent theater, and it stayed that way for a few years. And then when that happened, we were going to movies like crazy. That's where uh, I, we saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit Yeah, when it came out. Yeah. Uh, you know what our neighborhood... Oh, For all you listeners, we're all from the same neighborhood, the Woodbine area. Woodbine represent. Nashville. Woodbine. And uh, you know what? Community, not a gang. Not the gang. (laughs) Sweet Jesus. Uh, You know, yeah, our neighborhood never had an arcade. No. Well, yeah, did. Yeah, did. I had an arcade. Well, they had the the billiard place, but you had to be a certain age to get in there. No, no, no. There was one by the Mega Market, wasn't it? It it was up there by uh, Osborne's. um, That's what I'm talking about. That was the billiard. Because I remember when I was growing up. But it was an arcade because when I was growing up, um, I actually when I would I'd go see Mimi and then I would go across there because Amy's husband James Chavez uh, worked there and used to give give let me play free games a lot. Well, you know, you're talking about the place that you go downstairs, right? Uh, when you go around Osborne, you come around the backside and go yeah, downstairs yeah. Yeah. And, into that yeah. place. Yeah, yes. see, when we were kids, that became a bar, and then the billiard room had. Oh yes, yeah, it wasn't a bar with my age. Yeah, it was not a bar at my age. In in uh, the billiard up top. Uh, on the other side, facing the street, it had an age restriction, so yeah. we couldn't get in there. In the brown brick, in the reddish brick building, see, it didn't next even door have, to it. It didn't even have an upstairs part to it when I went. Yeah, see, now when we were kids, it did, but it did have a billiard. Yeah, it did have arcade place. games, but it had age restriction where we couldn't get in there. Didn't we have one? Maybe I mean I might be, but didn't Mega Market and Martin Theater? Wasn't there a? Now it wasn't nice, but wasn't there an arcade? In that shopping center? I, I don't remember. Right, that, no, but there was not well. a good one that yeah. we could go and like hang out for hours like when we were all growing yeah. up. Pretty much every mall around town had a arcade in it at some point. Well, my first arcade was Hickory Hollow. Hickory Hollow, yeah, yep. it was yeah. Tilt. Yeah. yeah. So how about you, Brian? Would you Could you put any of this in percentages? I mean, as a kid. As out, a kid and today. Yeah, as a kid, outdoors, I'd say 70%. Because back then, I mean, game systems were becoming a thing and being becoming pretty big within the 90s. We, I don't know. I think, I guess for my friends, more than anything, the BMX biking was a big trend yeah. at the time. So we were always outside going to someone's okay, house. You need to preference your, quote, <laughs> BMX bike. Give oh, us, absolutely. You, we, our mother did not buy you a BMX bike. So please, my last, please no, no, give no. you... My last bike was a mongoose. The last bike. Last now... Bike. Last no, bike. but that was at an older age. Absolutely. When you got now, let's, go back, you let's go back a little bit and explain what my BMX bike was. And, and so my mother had bought me a bike that looked like it was in the shape of a motorcycle. A motorcycle. Had a motorcycle body. It had a plastic I motorcycle cover. That's and fine. so that was the bike I got. So I just rode that around until one day I actually did some sort of trick on it and broke the plastic. Yeah. So then my my friend, uh, his, her her dad, took the plastic off of it. 
and then took a grinder and grind all the pe- the things that screwed all that stuff together. Looked like the best BMI, BMX bike it, it, I ever it, had in my world. Really sweet. After it he was took the, awesome. The, he took that. He took the plastic off. He uh, he shaved down all the metal plates where it would it would screw into yeah. and plain and painted it jet black. So did you have the friends that used to bike with you? Yes. Did y'all used to get in a circle and like trade bike parts? Because we used to do that all the time. Like, all the time. Yeah. Pegs. Like, like the pegs. Like, hey, the I'll, stand pegs. I'll take, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll trade you two of your front okay, pegs for this. You got those wheels? Oh, yeah, all the time. These are my brothers, and we live separate <laughs> lives. I swear to God, we did. So, yeah. So, I'd say 70% outdoors and just spending most of my And pretty honest, to be honest, 1% or 2% in the game world. I mean, in the... In the yeah, that's know, never really been... I've never really been into gamer. the... I yeah. mean, and... and, and but, but... Yeah. I will say, there was a stint. I'd say when I turned... When I got to be... Oh, I want to say I was probably ten or twelve, and I had a, I did have a Sega Genesis, but I didn't even really play it that much at that time, until for my birth, my next birthday, Jim bought me the Sega Three Two X cartridge upgrade system that yeah. went on top that turned everything from sixteen bit to thirty two bit. And, oh, and then he got me jump. Yeah, I know, right? Big and then jump. he and he bought the 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 um the newest Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And it was the first time I got to truly play Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you say thirty two bit, when you look in between like because Nintendo was the first 8-bit yes. and that yeah. was like the future yep. mm-hmm. and then whenever Sega came out maybe 7 yes. years later we were just now reaching 16, 16 and 32 16. 16 and if it had a yellow tab on the left it was 32 isn't that crazy? Because yeah. now games are forty-seven Four- gigabytes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because yeah. anytime, and that's including if you have the disc, yeah. the disc. Because when you put the disc in, you have to download but forty-seven see, well, gigs. But see that, but if you want to try to go from from bit to now, you know that that's bit. You know, we we're bit all the way up to, to gigabit, gig <laughs> and one day it will be terabyte. But um, so yeah, childhood seventy percent outdoors. I'd say one percent gaming. And um, you're doing the math. Yeah. If you're wrong, it doesn't matter. I know. <laughs> you know me and math. 70, I'm not going to get yeah, it right. Yeah, you're going to say 70% this, 60% that, and 40% this. 42.7%. Wait a minute. That's yeah, a, whatever. Carry that's the a, two. Yeah, that's 127%. But uh, yeah, I'd say yeah, but I'd say 70% out, out, uh, outdoors, 1% that, and, and I, I don't know, maybe 20 or 20%. Television and that nine other nine percent, I'm not sure where it goes. <laughs> Movie theater, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> that was Brian's alone time. Yes, that was my alone time. <laughs> Take my long shower. Nobody bothered me on TV. Oh, let me ask you guys: Did Dad ever yell at y'all for taking a long shower? Because I mean, I I really All did. The time. Legitimately, it would take a long shower, and within like. I'd say ten minutes of being in there, my dad would start yelling, screaming, and pounding on the door. You're wasting our water. Burning up my water bill. (laughs) If I did not take a five minute or less shower, dad was yelling. Oh my gosh! I mean, that goes for everybody because we had the one bathroom, (laughs) one bathroom, like a five by five bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> that we, and we all, were always yes. big, so we're like the scooch. Scooch. Well, then there was the time, you know, he uh, expanded and 
cut the wall into the bedroom, the of hole course. in the wall in the bedroom. Of course, the wall the wall I ain't feeling that up. I don't like it. Oh, okay. look, it's a bathroom skylight. <laughs> Take and, showers. Hey, what's going on? And dad's using the bathroom. <laughs> and you were living in that room at the yes. time. Yes, I was. God bless you, my son. Right. Did y'all ever, whenever you had your bikes and everything, yeah. how many of us like built ramps and tried to be like evil Knievel? Oh, absolutely. Every... Day. I Man, jumped everything you know what? I okay. possibly could. Okay, so do y'all remember, okay, going down Wingate Avenue, yes. and you remember Dead Man's Curve right there? Absolutely. Yeah. So at the corner right there, there is a apartment, like a small apartment complex. Yep. And to the right of that complex is that really steep mm-hmm. driveway, and you know there's a creek behind a creek. there. Yep. Y'all know where I'm going oh, with this. Oh, absolutely. That's where we built most of our ramps to jump that creek as absolutely. we would come down Wingate drop that steep driveway and jump that creek. Yes. Dude, I like... Go ahead. No, you go. I built a ramp thinking I was like the coolest thing. I probably did it for some 10-year-old girl when I was 10. Like (laughs) trying to impress her on my like Sigma. And uh, built a ramp. Well, the... I know you're about to say something, but I'm going to let you go on that Um, The handlebars on the Sigma were curved, so you couldn't jump that good. No. Well, I didn't believe that. I built a ramp. Man, I built that ramp, and my bike stood at the ramp, and I went over the bike, oh, yeah. skidded oh. down Floral Drive. Ooh. Man, I had, like, skid marks. and I, Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. And I, he had to pick up the tassels that fell off his bike. <laughs> <laughs> Did ching, the basket ching, fall ching, off? A little ching, basket. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> I don't have a comeback yet, but I'll have something But you know what was hilarious? What was, what was funny, though, I honestly wish that was one of the things – you know, in the past, you almost wished you had uh, um, camera phones back then to so to actually videotaping. I'm actually glad that video, phone, video oh my gosh, recorder yeah. phones did yeah. not exist. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, it's probably good. No one ever we saw been what viral we did. superstars, but yes. I'm so yeah. glad there's no evidence. There were of that. so many here. Watch this moments. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, here, hold my coat. Yeah, hold my coat. Um, <laughs> Hold my soda. I'm but uh, I can't tell you how many times I, I wound up on the ground and my bike on top yes. of me. Oh, yeah. And all the time. wounds all the time. Constantly. And which was terrible in our house because if we walked home, because I did, I, I scraped many a times jumping and I had a full arm of, of burn. And then I come home yeah. and dad's like, oh, I got a fix for that. And he just grabs a big old thing of alcohol. Oh, yeah. And he goes, I'm just mm. like, ah, no. ha, ha, they always laugh about it. Have you done your 10%? Because 10%. nobody cares. No, right, no, so no. Yeah. On to the next. No, I was going to say that, you know, I, I had to beg mom for a bike. And the, the first and only bike, like they're sitting here talking about their BMX bikes. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Back it up, dude. Oh, whatever. Your, Kmart, your, your T. Murray fake bought BMX at a yard bikes. sale. Okay, but I didn't even get a fake BMX bike. So <laughs> I bike was a BMX. It was a motorcycle for crying I out loud. I never got a bike. That's what I, <laughs> okay, until I was about... Uh, when did... Uh, you got the blue mountain bike. No, no, no. It was painted black and it had blue undertone. <laughs> but it was right when Jurassic Park 1 came out. Oh, my goodness. I got it the week that came out. That was when he got his first bike. That's yeah. when I got my first bike. And mom took me down to the pawn shop and got the tallest mountain bike <laughs> that it was only like 10, 15 bucks. 
And if and, you know him, he's the size of a leprechaun. Hey, so. yeah. And yeah. for them, one of those... the only way I could get on this bike is I had to do had, the running yeah. jump. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you had to... It's the only way. Yeah, you, you had to like run oh, along with yes, it. Yes, run and along and do the jump it. on like a horse. Do y'all remember the pair of bikes that sat in the garage and never got used that were mom and dad's bikes? And Absolutely. Dad, the pair of bikes. Do y'all yeah. remember them? Yeah, yeah dad's, I remember Dad's them. white mountain bike that he never used that had that seat that looked like Sasquatch yeah. Yeah. Sit on. <laughs> it, it had it had like car shock absorbers yeah. for springs. I mean, it was wow. ridiculous. Man, yeah. they were rated for fifty thousand miles. <laughs> no, fifty thousand pounds. <laughs> well, for me, with my percentage TV was low because I hated watching TV in our house because. Everybody yeah. beat me to the TV, yeah. and I had to end up watching whatever everybody why, else. I woke up early, so but that's I probably had to everybody. in your house. That's that's kind of why the TV was kind of low for me too. Oh, okay. uh, because I was gonna. But every time I'd either come home from school, Dad's already sitting at the TV. Yeah, so I either had to TV. watch Mash yep. or something like that that they that that they wanted. And to And he watch. would give us that excuse, be like, "Hey, can we watch this? Yeah, when you buy a TV, TV you can yeah. watch that. You buy yeah. when you own it. Yeah." So you guys lived in the house, like with all y'all's TV percentages. If you didn't wake up first, you were just out of luck. You were out of luck. Or if Dad came into the living room, you were out of luck. (laughs) Hand me that remote there. Of course, Uh, there was there was the there was that brief stint in our past where I was old enough to stay home before I left to go to college, and you guys were getting older. And I controlled everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, anytime I wanted to watch TV, I'd have yeah. to go to Mimi's. Mm-hmm. That was the really True. the only time I could watch. Yeah, because t- she never looked at the TV. Oh, she no. would watch the cameras from the yes. yeah the, the security. security cameras. Yes. Well, even when she lived um, on that what was that street? Radnor Town. Yeah, Radnor. No, no, no. Oh, uh, Louise. Louise, Louise Drive. Drive. Louise even Drive. when she lived on Louise Drive, I would walk over there to watch TV, and but she would never. She, I would be like, "Hey, can we watch TV?" And she would just turn it on, and then she would just sit in her chair. She wouldn't pay attention to the TV. Not she one would just watch bit of us. attention. Uh, but so TV would be pretty low as a kid for me, and movie theater. I was at. The, we were watching movies like the same movies six times a week, yeah. especially when we got our first dollar theater. But video games have always been big with me especially when when jimmy got his super nintendo that was the first system i remember uh new system being in the house with the gun i was in college when i got that and when you would bring it home (laughs) do you remember the bazooka oh yeah yeah, the bazooka bazooka. did you also have the the hand you had the glove i had the glove yeah uh, so I remember the Super Nintendo, and you would let us play it sometimes. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. But uh, when, I, when I went home, <laughs> when I was given my first system, the sixty-four, video games were my life from then yeah. on. Uh, like I, I would get a anytime I beat a game, I'd go and I would save up and get a new game. So video games, right around when sixty-four came out, was a high percentage for me. And outside. Depending on the age, <laughs> uh, three, four yeah, percent. When I was early five. on, I, I didn't like the outside. I would always go upstairs to the mystery attic yeah. and, <laughs> and roam around and like play make believe until mom would kick me out of the house and I would grumble all the way down to the knight's house yeah. and play their Nintendo regular Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, so outside would be low until I got to about 12 or 13 and then I was always outside swimming. So, but now TV is still low. Yeah. Like it, it you know, I, I have a TV show I'll watch every now and again. 
But movie theater, I'm always at the movies. Every week there's a new movie, but video games is high. Uh, like I have a whole collection of video games that I haven't even played yet that I'm still trying to get to. Uh, and outside, uh, you know, now that I have a kid, I'm outside more than I would like to be. But I'm still outside, so that's you know that's keeping me a little young, I guess. Uh, going to the pools and. Uh, uh, you know, going outside to play, you know, for the for my ten minutes that I could survive in this heat. Yeah. Uh. So you know, but you know, today versus then, video games have always played a uh, a dominant fact. Video games and movies, TV is you know off and on. You know, I'll get in that TV mood. I'll watch a whole series through, and then I'll be done with TV for a while and go back to movies. So I mean, there was a dynamic change, you know, when I was growing up because. I remember a time when movies were not even a... They were a very, very big deal. Like, I could go home right now and watch almost any movie mm-hmm. I exactly. want. You know? Um, but and there was more movies available to us. But so. there was a time when I didn't get to watch a movie unless it was on the ABC Sunday night movie on you know oh, on Channel yeah. 2. Oh, man. Yes. And that was a big deal. Or the uh, HBO movie. Well, see, that came later afterwards. Yeah. And then when we got that HBO intro... And that intro. Da-da-da, 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 da-da-da. <laughs> When we when we heard that music, we were like, "Yes!" Oh my god! It, it, we it that like soundbite. Dive. I'm sure if we played that, HBO would yeah. sue us. Oh, that's true. Where's our yeah, credit? They, yeah, they already I, sued. I love Rock. it. You see the the 3D HBO, and it would like dive right into the H, and you'd see the streets. Oh man! Loved but it. you were that's so hyped. You were so. And sometimes you, I'm so old. I remember watching the behind the scenes filming of that intro. <laughs> but you know what was you know what was the better feeling when that is when you didn't see before what movie was playing it was a mystery but you had to wait until yeah. that oh, HBO yeah. thing yeah. was done yep. and then you were either really disappointed yeah. or you were like yes yeah. that was yeah. that was the day when cable was 36 channels on a box a manual yeah. dial box <laughs> and not all 36 channels were actual channels no. yeah and then sure. you then you remember the day when um all the channels the premium channels that you didn't pay for yeah they had that little bar that in the bar, middle yeah. Yeah. But, but if you would figure it out you could actually go like quickly go back and forth between the channels yeah and you, oh you, man i did you, that you, yeah. from, yeah. you could actually you could actually go halfway in between and sometimes catch it where it would sit there and yeah. play for a little bit that's right kiddos we had to get up and change the, the channel. channel yeah absolutely we move, yes. we had to lose, oh. move a lot more for our entertainment. I remember having a I remember having a TV with a remote over at Grandpa's that had the three four buttons on it, and then when you you they were manual buttons, and you would click them, and they go chink, chink yeah, had chink. that metal on metal yeah. sound. Oh, it's because it was by see. tones. What tones? Yes. It was it like was a yeah. tone that thing. the metal made yes. that yep. had to change the channel. Yep, and half the time it didn't work. So speaking <laughs> speaking of. Do you think we've reached a viable point where we can just ditch cable and satellite TV? Let's say you, Jim, you're the TV guy. Absolutely, we can, because I have. <laughs> As um. did I. <laughs> yeah, cable. I, I think cable these days is just it, a waste of money. It's a waste of money right now, man. I mean, you know, I I pay for cable internet because I think it's the best internet yeah. by far. I've had all the internet. Yeah, it's only vi- it's the only viable internet. It <laughs> is the it is the only. I've had AT and T's internet. I've had I've had you know tons of internet. The only thing I haven't had because it's not available yet is Google Fiber, and yeah. I'm waiting for that to become yeah, more oh, readily available. Sweet. I think everybody uh, for the past four years have been waiting on the. Well, fiber. they keep running into legal problems and construction and you know installation problems getting yeah. the fiber ran and. 
Um, so it's just it's going to be a fight for them to get that done, and I want that so bad. But um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I absolutely wholeheartedly believe it because I've already done it, and uh, we'll get into talking about you know some of the you know downfalls and pitfalls. But as far as I I have cut the cable, I do not pay you know outrageous fees for cable or satellite anymore. I've had I've had Directv. Full on, I was paying like two fifty a month for that. I had Comcast's premium package. I was paying like almost three hundred for that, and I've cut all of that out now. And I'm paying like, um, which which is another great thing is, uh, you know, because I, AT and T now um, owns Directv, and so I use their Directv Now service, and I get discounts on it. And I'm only paying like thirty five bucks a month for it. Well, you know, yeah. with, uh, uh, with cable TV, um. It, it has too it's too pointless now because with all of the streaming apps and everything mm-hmm. uh, you get what you want yeah. at the touch of you know at the touch of a screen so now it's like when you're still flipping channels or going through the guide sheet it just seems well, like I mean, a humongous there's still live time. broadcast I mean, still have has its place because you still have sporting events and you know football games basketball games whatever you want to watch but you know um, but I mean, and so that bro- live broadcast TV still has its place. Yeah. Um, and technically, you've got to have some kind of, you know, service, some kind of uh, subscription to a provider of some sort. So that way you can actually get it, you know, because you can't just log into the NBC app and get it. You have to have mm-hmm. a subscription to something. So in DirecTV yeah. now, if you have it, you get access to it. So, well, I think satellite, if it got better, it could still stick around for. Only if I like had a camper, you know, like, but it would have to make portable internet better. Yeah, and they've never, they have not made any strides in that. No, whatsoever. like, because I was telling Brian the other day, is like, if I had a camper or if I was a trucker mm-hmm. and I could have my games in my truck if for you, when I stopped. Yeah, if you, you know, if, if you, you want the portable internet, but if you, if you want it reasonable, you have to go to the commercial satellite systems, yeah. and they are so. Expensive. Man. It is ridiculous. They need to make that better, just so you don't have to no, not, still well, plug it in. No, they. Ha- it's the service is there, but they they have they haven't updated the equipment enough to where they can make it more affordable, affordable for us to yeah, enjoy. It. So it's so super expensive. Like mm-hmm. if they got to the point where I can take my iPad or anything and just hook up just outside hook up. Yeah. without having to use anything else because of the satellite and not spin an arm and a leg. I think that could be better, and that could make satellites survive more. But, you know, when it comes to cable, I just... I, I know what I want to watch. I don't yeah, need yeah. I don't need a guide now, especially today, uh, you know, with all the information that's available to us. Uh, so what do, you, what do y'all think? What, you know, uh, I, I ditched cable four years ago, maybe, because it seemed like every time we had cable... I would flip the channels and there's nothing on 300 yeah. channels and there's nothing I can find to watch. Yeah. But then all of a sudden streaming has been around mm-hmm. forever. Like y'all, but like Hulu, Netflix, Voodoo, yeah. like, I mean, why do I need cable? Like, yeah. why, why, yeah. why do I need to pay the extra? Now, like the internet I keep because it is the most, it's probably the best internet until I can get Google fiber. Worst customer service. Oh, the but horrible, the best, but the best internet oh, you're going to get. Worst but I mean, customer service. it's just, you know, we've talked about it before, but I mean, why do I need cable? I don't need cable to watch what I want because every streaming system has everything I want pretty much. Mm-hmm. How about to, you, Brian? Oh, to the nth degree. I've already, I've cut the cable. I've, I've, I've gone. 
at least three, four years without cable now. <laughs> yeah, um, I think what what is this about specifically about cable that made you get rid of it? There's just nothing on. You still have to search. I mean, on demand may have been a thing, but still it had commercials. Maybe it was commercials of all things. Also, commercials. <laughs> also just think, like, I mean, commercials, yeah, but... How much we're paying for cable? Yeah, that we too. Were, it just it got to that point where I was sitting there trying to find something on. I couldn't find yeah. anything on. I was not entertained. Yeah. They tried their on-demand service. They tried yeah. it, but the streaming services got so much better no at way. it, way Listen. better at it, and they were so much cheaper. And yes. so it just became. I'm like, I'm overpaying for this, and I'm not getting anything out of it. Mm-hmm. So he, I, I want to find a different solution. And you would think with today's competition that they have when it comes to the streaming networks. They would try to get you a good package with that. You would think. But they don't. No, and you're no. right. The customer service is horrible, no matter who horrible. you talk to. But, yeah, I don't – yeah, as far as cable and dish. Now, dish is probably what I would go with if I had to choose. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just because – you know, but I don't need cable. I, I just don't think people need cable these days. I just nope. think Comcast has monopolized it and to the point to where you you can't live without them. Like, this, they've got the internet. You either have them or you have yeah. dish. And it's like – with with the speed and if anybody came up and challenged it, they would not have the advertisement for it, and Comcast would end up winning anyway. So it's the second Google Fiber get, is available everywhere. Comcast, Comcast is out the door. Gone. Yeah, they're gone. Because it's wanna... amazing that they put in a bid yeah. the other day for Fox and everything. I'm like, they have that money. God. And we all live in like booming areas, mm-hmm. like. From Murfreesboro, Mount Juliet, Smyrna area, dead Don- up in the center of right. Nashville. I mean, we all live and in we like still can't get booming Google areas, Fiber. and I still cannot get Google Fiber. And with Google Fiber, I, you know, when I first heard it, they was on the news, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Thank God, now we can have something." And I like <laughs> Google, and we can have something other than Comcast uh, in our neighborhoods. And I even remember construction when they were digging up. I bet you the fiber is there, and they just can't get anything else going for it. And you like you said, with all the legal stuff, and mm-hmm. now it's just at a standstill. And in another two years, it'll be obsolete. They won't even need the freaking fiber anymore. <laughs> right. It'll be something different because yeah. it's taken so long. Right. Google so, nanotech. So, uh, like, I, I agree with y'all. Like, uh, I, I haven't had cable. I don't even remember the last time I had cable. Nope. I'm, I think uh, I've been without it for a couple of years. Without, my last service was DirecTV, full-on DirecTV. And I think I cut it two years ago. Yeah. I mean, I have only had Comcast, but I remember getting rid of it so long ago when, you know, when they made internet available, I was like, I can just find what I need on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> or I would have, I, I, you know, at one time before we, we got all these devices like iPhones, iPads and stuff and streaming uh, devices, I had a whole collection. I had like hundreds of movies at my disposal. So I was always coming home and throwing in a DVD that I've watched for two, the you know, 200th time. Right. And you know, I, I didn't need the TV. So I was like, I'm very content of just watching what I own other than paying Comcast 150 bucks mm-hmm. for something that I'm not going to sit through and waste two hours finding something else. So, Because then you your know. own customer services phone them for like two hours waiting yeah. and no... Oh, yeah. And if they do but, answer their... Dude, I'm telling you right radio. now, the last five times that I've called in my life, and that five times has been over the span of 10 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. I never got a resolve. Mm-hmm. No, it just never. Eventually, it just magically gets fixed, but I never get a resolve from a phone call ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. 
So plus, plus they also, uh, you know, that's the thing though. Whether we, even though we've ditched the cable, if you really think about it, Comcast knows you ditched the cable. That's why cable costs as much as it, uh, cable, internet yeah. costs as much as it does. Mm-hmm. Now they basically are making you pay for internet. And well, okay, here's the cable box. Yeah. So what do, what device do you get uh, the most TV from these days? Uh, here would be the Apple TV. Check. Yeah. Check. Yes. Apple TV 4K, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, I've you know, I in the rooms, I've got um, uh, my PS3 <laughs> glorified <laughs> streaming still holding service. On. Still holding on strong, <laughs> holding baby. On strong. It's, it's streaming like it's never yet. streamed before. Because <laughs> I haven't played a game on it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's uh, like the first, yeah. uh, uh, like, uh, does it play Blu-ray? Oh yes, it does play yeah. Blu-ray. Yes, yeah, so that was like Blu-ray. the first Blu-ray player. Yeah. And, oh yes, uh, that's my first Blu-ray player that yeah. I still have. That, um, you know, and that came out right around when Blu-ray and what was the other one fighting? Uh, was it HD movies? Yes, HD yes. Movies. So it had the Blu-ray HD War mm-hmm. and Blu-ray One. Blu-ray One. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, because uh, Microsoft capitalized oh, yes. on the HD thing yep. and, uh, and lost. And lost, <laughs> lost big, time. big time. I still find those around places. Yes. It's so funny. And then the only other one in this house would be that Amazon Fire Stick, the big pile of garbage. <laughs> the thirty dollars device. Thirty dollars device. How about you, Jim? Apple TV, man, all the way. Every I've got three TVs in my house, and every one of them have an Apple TV. Apple TV. <laughs> Apple TV 4K on every one of them. Man, okay, so I've owned I've owned a few Apple TVs before the 4K. The 4K is by far the best uh like because it has so many apps and the streaming is so smooth and it's so easy the only thing i don't like is the little mini remote so i always use my t my uh iphone yeah as my i've remote. had every generation of apple tv even oh, yeah. from here from the first one on and man i've loved them all and but they have gotten so much better man oh, apple i love yeah. the apple's definitely hitting the nail in the head in the direction they're yeah. going you know, because in this one, you can have video games. I got the video game controller when I bought mine. Love it. The, and, the uh, Nimbus wireless. Yeah. Oh, man, that is so fun. And, like, you could play, and you could play, uh, like like real uh, shooter games. Absolutely. More they're, than they're just not like a, They're not like, you're not going to find, like, um, you know, name brand, like the most popular game out there, but you're going to find something like it. Yes, you're going to find similar. something like it. Yeah, that, that's made by independent companies. Yes. And I yeah. love independent games because uh, most of them, like there's a shooter game out there. It's a sniper game that's like the <clears throat> sniper on PlayStation. Yeah. And it's completely free. The only wow. thing about it yeah. is, uh, you know, in between uh, levels, you get a commercial. Commercial. Which I can live with as long as it's not happening as yes. I'm playing. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is that with a lot of these games, you get options. So you could pay, like a lot of them give you like a 99 cents, 99 cent option. You pay me 99 cents, you don't get the you commercials get the anymore. Um, or And then a lot of them were like, um, you pay me, you know, they have like coins that you have to have to do certain things and you can buy a coin bucket, yeah. 10,000 coins for $5 or something yeah. like that. And, mm-hmm. But you have the option. I mean, yeah. you can get a lot of, I mean, there's a ton of really fun free games that you don't ever have to pay a penny for if you don't want to. If you're just an impatient person and you want to pay for the money for it, yeah. go ahead. Uh, I just got to say, 
Making a game free and creating in-app purchases has got to be the most genius. It's genius. Oh, it's genius, genius thing I've ever heard of in my life. Because you're you're, you're you've already given given the game away opportunities for free. Never go yeah. away. Right. Yeah. You've already given the game away for free, so the com- the people love you for that, and you get to play the game. There is nothing that'll hurt you, except if you want to keep going. Keep going. What's Buy all this for five. It's bucks. not even keep going. You it's don't just have like to. You just like wait. today. Get there quicker. If yeah, you want to get there quicker, quicker buy you this. Can, you can buy these upgrades yes. or these coins or whatever. That's, that's or, what's happening. I, I'm obsessed with the Harry Potter game on the iPhone right now, and that is how much that did you is spend? The, no, I haven't spent a okay. dime. No, okay. me and my son have a rule, <laughs> and I have I made the rule, and he he has to follow it, and I have to follow it. He has his own iPad, mm-hmm. and if he gets a game, it's got to be free. And it can't. We do not spend money on anything we can download. Uh, if he download, he always checks with me, and he he always comes to me and be like, "Hey, I earned this much money. Can I buy this?" Be like, "No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to buy a game, you have a system. We can go down to GameStop. You could buy a game for your system. On our phones or our iPads, if it's not free or if you can't earn it, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. So I follow the same rules." Uh, even you know with the uh, Harry Potter because in Harry Potter you can buy gems and you can your gems get you to uh, the next level quicker because it has a time weight yeah yeah so if you complete a part it'll say okay you could do the next part in three hours or you could spend 50 rubies oh, and go ahead and play gotcha. the next part yeah. <laughs> so you know I'd, I'd have to wait three hours or you most of the time I play it once and then I'll wait to the next day okay. so I'm so behind gotcha but the, I will say but when it came to that the most I had got the most annoying was that candy crush only because you would send a thousand, <laughs> hey, unlock this thing for me so I could burn. Oh, I hate yeah. it. The social sharing aspect. Yeah, the social sharing aspect of it I did not like. was annoying. I hate, what I hate is how that has affected regular video games because that aspect has come into regular video games such as Far Cry. Because Far Cry, you buy the game, you beat the game, but if you want anything else, like you want the uh, extra... Uh, like uh, the clothes, the uh, the cool guns, mm-hmm. or uh, you want to get an extra level, yes. you have to spend all this mm-hmm. in in game stuff. You have to spend all this extra. I'm like, oh my god, I just spent sixty nine yeah. bucks to get you right, beat the game, and now I got to spend all this extra money. And like, I pass. I can't. But that's such know, a turnoff. For but me. The, at the same time, too, I, I I find what's what's kind of annoying. Um, unless I'm mistaken, I mean, this seems to be the case. Like, if they, for instance, um. Uh, oh, what's the sh- the big shooter game? Call of Duty. Call of Duty, a huge game, big all across the world, and people are paying whatever it is. Was it fifty nine, sixty nine bucks for that game when it comes out? Brand They're new? all like fifty, yeah, 50 sixty nine bucks. But see, some of them are more expensive. More expensive, yeah. you know. Some of them come with if a you big get cool the, package, the limited you get the edition, limited edition. And stuff. but you, you you pay all this for a game, and you don't even bother to play the game. That was it was built for. You go online and play the multi shooter thing. That you buy a seventy dollar game to literally go online and just so you can play a shoot a shoot 'em up with your friends. But the actual storyline, no one ever, no one ever messes with that. I I always you play are the you I are like storyline yeah. more than multiplayer. I multiplayer annoys. But if I you can't put that on a, multiplayer, but if you put that on a large scale, 
I would I would pretty much say seventy percent of the people who buy that game just go home and get right on there, download the expansion packs, and do the multiplayer online stuff. Well, we kind of got off topic, but <laughs> yeah, we did. The reason <laughs> the reason they do that now is because if you get higher ratings, they it's now all online, and now teams search out the highest score people and offer them money to come play now because I don't know if you've noticed on ESPN there's yeah. now oh, teams there's everything. and everything so now people to... buy they invest in this stuff yeah and like when the new there's a new black uh, Call of Duty coming out in December I think yeah. or November and everybody will get it and everybody will go home and they will spend the next week to be the highest rated player on that game yeah. so when their numbers will be statted and then somebody to hopefully get that call yeah. to come join a team. But why? But if that's the case, though, why even worry, why even waste time making the game? Just make an online downloadable thing. That's then, what. Okay, but that that's a later. We got a okay. later talk about right. that. Right. So Ryan, because <laughs> that that's a good yeah. point. Remember that because that's going to be uh, uh, in like a future talk here. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan, what what's uh, what kind of uh, device do you have to watch your TV from? PS3 in the bedroom, PS4 in the living room. So you got like the... So the PS3 is still holding. It uh, is. You know, like they still... Not it everything... strong. Uh, <laughs> not everything. Like a lot of the servers for games have closed, yeah. but they still got the streaming I'm debating on, on now because like, I'm worried that the server's eventually going to close. When, it's getting yeah, there. It's, it's getting, getting there. to a point. The only the thing they have to keep open... still alive, apparently. Well, the PlayStation Network PlayStation, is still yeah. alive uh, because for, that, uh, for the PS3. Well, uh, because they still got um, uh, DC and yeah. stuff, little stuff like that that mm-hmm. can't go away because uh, a lot of their uh, legal, <laughs> legal licenses. You know, yeah, what's funny is you can actually see it too on PS3s. There's some games from the past that if you even remotely sign in to your PlayStation Network, the game will cause the system to freeze. <laughs> you know, yeah, and you have to, like, yeah. disconnect you the internet from it so internet. you can actually play the well, game. Yeah, you have to disconnect the internet, log off your PlayStation <laughs> Network, get back into it, and then try to get into the game. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 I've messed with that. But, yeah, those are the two things right there. You know, I don't... You've seen my TVs. That shows you right there how technology... Yeah, you have some small TVs, man. We've been trying to upgrade your TVs See, for I'm a so while. See, I'm so happy with that, though, but I don't have... You know, I've, I've never owned an Apple TV. Well, you know, the Apple TV, is it's not a TV, it's a box... It's like I don't so that know shows if you, can you see right it, this there. Box right it's not even a TV. It's just a yeah. little box that connects to your TV. Yeah. But they call it the Apple TV. It's like he's got one behind you. Can't however see it. it's about the size of to this. confuse you even more. Apple has been experimenting with actual actual, actual TVs, TVs for the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> they so won't be able gonna, to call it the TV. But they're just going to they're basically wanting to install that box. Into the TV. Really? And, and, and that would See, be its version of smart television. They could call it the Apple Telly. The they Apple they telly. still don't know if they want to get into that market. No. They're still playing with it, but it nothing's coming to I've market. had one TV that's in the living room probably since 2009. Yeah. And the other one was given to us by my stepdad, and that was 2006. And these and these are like 22, 25 inch TVs that he's still rocking. <laughs> I, I cannot go past the fifth or go lower than a fifty now. I'm rocking. My eyes it. are so adjusted, dude. I mean, I've got a sixty five inch TV and I've been eyeballing the hundreds. Yeah, the hundreds. Yeah. Going, let's go bigger. <laughs> yeah, those are the two things that it mainly are streaming. Like, I don't know. Love my PS4, PS3. I'll eventually have to go somewhere else, but those are the things I'm going with. So, on the devices that you have, what are your favorite streaming services? Man, there's just so many now. 
Uh, Netflix. Like, what do you? Uh, what are your? Go-tos? What's your go-to's? Netflix. Yeah. Netflix is hands down. Netflix for Netflix originals and TV shows. Netflix is my go-to. Now, like, because Netflix, Netflix originals. <laughs> oh no! TVs, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, man, because that's only happened within the past four years. <laughs> yeah. But you no, know what? You I think Netflix. Net, 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 <laughs> Netflix. Netflix. Like my daughter calls it Netflix. Netflix. Um, Netflix. <laughs> I'll say this though: I'm so excited about Hulu. Like I think their originals are getting better. They're getting better. We've talked about this before, but Castle Rock, I think, is gonna is gonna I'm rock. So Hulu. I'm such a Stephen King I, fan, and I can't wait for that show. Yeah, Netflix is my go-to. My wife is probably more Hulu, just because. House divided. It is pretty <laughs> much. House divided. She, I walk in and she's watching those shows like Downton Abbey. What or, I what I yeah. like about Hulu though, because I've got Hulu, and what I like about it is, um, it's almost like my DVR because right. the next day after a TV show airs, Hulu has pretty much everything yeah, she, available yeah. that I can go watch. Whereas, you know, some of the network services are kind of weird where you can't necessarily go and stream it immediately. They wait a few days or something. Mm-hmm. And some of them you can get like the newest one, but you could only get like the last three. But right. They don't right. have the whole series. Um, but Hulu will have the whole series yes. and you can we'll go back. And if you like, if I'm like way behind, I can go to Hulu and catch up. And what I really like about the Apple TV, it's got the app in it called TV, just called TV. Mm-hmm. And if it has you, it all in there, and it has it, so it has everything centralized. And if you watch something on one of these services, it actually um, so once you've watched it, it will automatically populate um, the next available episode of that That's up there. Cool. So you can just go up to the TV and hit the next episode. And so if there's not one available, the next time they they publish one, yeah. it pops right up. That's pretty neat, right there. Yeah. Hulu, and that's another thing I go back to. You have Hulu. Why do you need cable anymore? Yeah, you like, got Netflix, yeah, Hulu. Yeah, I mean, so that's I mean, that's just with the streaming services alone. Uh, this is what makes me realize where I came from. Because now, some I, there's most people who see this from you know back in the day. They're like, "Ooh, this is where I get all my money back when I watch everything I can." For me, it's like sensory overload. <laughs> I, I turn on Netflix and I'm like, there's so much to watch. It's the same concept. Turn it off. <laughs> it's the same concept he was talking about earlier. You have also all these like 300 channels and nothing yeah. to watch. It's the same thing when you're going through Netflix <laughs> yeah. and you're like, ooh, that's good, see, but I don't know. I see, don't know. to ooh, me, that's good, I don't know. See, to me, it's not the same thing because I'm I'm flipping the channel and watching, and I'm like, no, I hate that. No, I hate that. I'm actually yeah. looking at it. Now I have the internet. I can research, and I'm going to give another plug to my favorite at next episode <laughs> because I can, every as I find a series I want to watch, I plug it in here, and it tells me when episodes have aired, when they're airing. It's going to air in the next 15 minutes. This episode has a new episode you can watch now, <laughs> and uh, it gives me recommendations and based on my favorites. And uh, yeah, I'll, you know, so in. I think now it's not sensory overload because I love TV so much that um, I can research everything, have it organized in my app, yeah. and I can just put everything. I can reorganize my yeah. priorities and watch my stuff as I want to watch See, that's, it. That is just too. Much so, what are some me. of your favorite streaming services? Is anything different than Netflix and Hulu? Um, so, DirecTV Now um, mm-hmm. I, is is an actual service that I get because um, DirecTV sees the writing on the wall and course they send me a mailer every other day come back to satellite yeah. but 
Um, but I mean, I get everything. I mean, they actually have within the past six months. Um, see, when I first got it uh, a couple years ago, they didn't have um, the uh, network, basic network channels like two, four, and five, ABC, NBC, and CBS. Well, now they have. Uh, now you can get on there and watch live broadcasting from uh, NBC and CBS if you want to. And um, so that and that that gives me access to pretty much all of my sports, like the Predators and uh, Titans. So I get to watch everything there as they as they're live. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that gives me access to everything. And having that subscription, um, also with having AT and T Unlimited, I get access to HBO, Showtime, um, all this other stuff. Um, added just added in with my service for That's free. Really cool. And uh, so I can watch HBO, Showtime, or anything live on that service, or I can go directly to their independent apps and go to their catalog and pull from all their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, I spend a lot of time on um, DirecTV now. I, I, I use it mostly for when something's on right now that I know is live broadcasting, mostly award shows, live sporting events, stuff like that. Um, but because I have that service, then I can actually go to the network apps and have access to their entire catalog. Yeah. So I'll spend I'll spend time in HBO Go, uh, Showtime, Anytime or whatever I think that's called, and um, and then uh, I I do a I spend a lot of time in uh, the uh, WWE Network. Oh, that's another one. You didn't um, mention man, that one. Yeah, Ryan. How what's wrong that? with you, man? Yeah, I know, right? Um, and you know, and my my time is probably different from a lot of other people's time because um, I'll go back and I, I've got like in, in my brain, I've got a couple of time frames that I'm looking at right now. Um, I watch like the the gems, like mm-hmm. the gems channel, the mm-hmm. the uh, that the hidden gems, I think is what's called. And, oh yeah, and uh, I'll watch that. Then I'll go back and watch the timelines of um, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Mid South, and then what I'll do too. What I've been doing lately is I've been going back and watching the evolution of WWE, like watching all the Raws and the pay per views in order, yeah, and watching the evolution of things because I'm learning and finding things that I totally forgot about. Yeah. Um, other than that, I uh, I spend a lot of time with uh, iTunes movies. I've totally adopted mm-hmm. the complete Apple infrastructure in my home. Yeah, and so I've you know I've now got almost 500 movies mm-hmm. um, bought from uh, Apple iTunes, and you know I spend tons of time watching that oh, stuff. Man. Yeah, let me just go and say yeah. Shame I, on let's you, Let's rewind Ryan. that back. WWE my, Network. Yeah, because why didn't I think of that? As much as I talk about wrestling and everything, mm-hmm. why didn't I think of that? That's what I usually do. And by the way, Smoky Mountain needs to come out with some more. Yes, Anyways, they do. Well, well, the thing is, though, is that some of that um, Jim Cornette didn't give him access to, and he still he still sells on his website. So, oh, there you go. How about you, Brian? What are some of your favorite streaming services? Well, I think they only have been said. So <laughs> you don't have anything different. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, Netflix is pretty much my go-to. I, I mean, uh, you know, I I would say movies anywhere, but I don't even own that. You do, and I use your login. Hey, but you use it so. <laughs> so movies anywhere. You use it more than cool. I do. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Nice to have a. No, a, we're not doing anything illegal here. <laughs> we do not share that stuff. Funny story in Tennessee. It is actually illegal to share your Netflix password. 
actually illegal. Really? Very. Look it up. It is actually a law in the state of Tennessee. It is illegal wow. to share your Netflix passport. I wonder how much Good Netflix Lord. had to pay to get that. Now. I know, right? But I think we're the only area really? for that. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> no, whatever. I'd say yeah. mine. Mine is voodoo. Like I, I was going to say, I bet yours is mine. Yeah. I spend all my time on voodoo because I've invested so much in my voodoo. <laughs> yes, you have. Uh, like you've in, got way more movies way, than I do. Well, because you know, thank you. <laughs> Well, I, I would go to people's houses, and you know when they had the uh, uh, the uh, disc to digital, uh, they still do. Uh, I don't know why, but because you know, I've gone to your house, Jim, I've gone to Brian's, I've gone to Ryan's, I've gone to my other friends, <laughs> yeah. and I would anything it accepted, I would just keep collecting and collecting, and I'm now well over eleven hundred movies. Yeah, you'd be hurting. You'd be really upset if if voodoo. something happened to yeah. Voodoo. Well, they have a clause before I invested because it wasn't that long ago when I got invested. Uh, it was when uh, uh, Here Comes the Boom came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what year that was, but that was when I first got into Voodoo. 2014. Yeah, okay, so 2014 is when I first got into Voodoo, and I read their thing, and it has a lifetime clause that, you know, it's guaranteed for life. So any movie I okay, buy is... Good. It's in that clause. So well, I went with Apple because I just don't think Apple's going anywhere anytime soon. Oh, no, no, no apples. Well, yeah. you know the only the Voodoo is uh, teamed up with Walmart, so that's why I felt like I was <laughs> okay. Safe. So they got a good backing. Yeah, there. they got a good backing because yeah. they have that. Uh, they now have the uh, barcode scanning, where if you buy the oh, movie, that's right, it has that yeah, and then it goes directly to your thing. But the thing is now, though, is that it's you probably won't be able to unless your friends don't know about this, but. It's probably not something you can do much anymore is grabbing people's codes because now it's a business where people buy the movies and sell the codes because yeah, I've exactly. been buying I've been buying a bunch of those codes off of websites. But that's genius. It Think is about very it. genius. If you don't want it I cuz I hate keeping DVDs around. Like we have friends that still do. They they are upset. It's like their wallpaper is Dude, their movies. It's a it's a battle in my house because my wife wants to keep all the DVDs and I'm clutter. and I'm like why it's clutter yeah and you know i keep okay i do because my friend's argument is what happens when cable goes out and all that be like well the only time that would happen is the power went out and everybody is screwed so well i have i have a backup uh in my house where i have an entertainment mac mini yeah established and set up which is synced to my itunes and anytime i buy a movie it is immediately downloaded to that computer on my backup drive. So you drive. have it on there. Case. So so if 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 my internet, as long as power doesn't go yeah. out, but let's say internet goes out, right? I've got access to my entire catalog. Yeah. Yes. So and I I actually have a little CD case of my favorite movies uh, ever, and I put them in there. So in case the cable does come out, I'll just go to my little handful. They'll yeah. last me until the internet comes mm-hmm. back on. True. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Voodoo is mine. Voodoo, I'm I'm on Voodoo more than anything, and then when it goes from that, uh, I'll either go to uh, Netflix or Amazon because Amazon, uh, they have um, uh, a deal with History Channel. Oh no, not History Channel. Uh, whatever Comic Book Men is on, I can't remember. AMC. AMC. Thank you. They have a deal with AMC, so they always get next day AMC, and that's Ooh, the only way I could get that's my Comic cool. Book Men. That's cool. Um, so I, you know, and I love, there's a, they have a bunch of shows on there that do that. So I'll either go back and forth to those. And then of course, Netflix and Hulu, uh, Hulu is the only way we can watch him yum now. Cause they took it off Netflix. Yeah. 
So if I'm going to Hulu, it's ma- mainly for Him Yum. <laughs> and Him Yum is How I Met Your Mother for those who aren't Him Yums. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so going from that, I'm, I'm going to answer this question, uh, question first, but what are, the, what are some options do you think are missing for the best experience in streaming services? I'm going to say I hate that there's not a bundle we can buy that I can get like my top five Mm -hmm. favorite streaming services for one price instead of paying 10 here, 10 there, 10 here. And it's because all the different, there's different companies doing it. So all they're all going to try, they're all trying to get in the market and trying to edge out their own piece of that market share to get it. But I don't see them. I don't think see them joining forces to allow their services. Let me go on anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because, I'm with you. That's my that's my option right there. I wish that I could have a yeah. bundle to where I could pay for one year and you get all this, or even you a month. I don't even yeah. care. But you can give me an annual yeah, fee because there's just so much it. that I want. So mm-hmm. I, I hated to jump in there, but that's no. mine also because I wish there was a bundle to where I could get everything. I hate that because nice. you know I I don't care. I, we're sharing. What are you gonna do? Like the only way I can watch Star Trek Discovery is using Jim's CBS. Uh, app uh, his sign in that's the only way I can watch it because I don't have the money to spend 10 for this yeah. app 10 for that app 10 for this app and now fit you know Netflix is going up and Netflix is the only but thing I will say I'll this though in. I have a I'm paying a lot of like these five and ten dollar fees but I'm still only paying a total of about sixty dollars a month which is nowhere near the 300 I was yeah. no if you compare it to yeah, yeah cable but it's gonna get worse because there's more services because you know Disney is about to come out with their own service, and the only oh, I thing, and, and I, I, I that that's good and bad because it's it depends. Take it away from Netflix. That's correct, yeah. I, and and every and all the other places that they have Disney yeah. stuff available. And um, I'm concerned as to how that's going to play out if they're going to get typical Disney esque and lock their stuff down to their own stuff. You would have to, but the only thing is, is the only thing they'll have that nobody on planet Earth has is all their originals. Yes. You yeah. know, you could watch uh, Little Mermaid, Lion King, all that. All yeah, but see, service. I own those on iTunes. Yeah, though. but you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people don't, though. I know. You know a right, lot of people right. that are well, still watching. Well, for a streaming service, that's that's the only yes. place you're going to be able to find it now. Once they're that launches, gonna, gonna that will be better. it. Because I still know people who watch the VHS versions of these Disney yep. yeah. movies. Oh, yes. Yeah. Didn't you say your wife does? She owns. No, she doesn't. But she owns all the VHS. owns all the VHSs. Yeah. She owns, like, <laughs> she wow. was getting ready somewhere. And I, like, happened to see a bunch of VHSs. And I was like, am I going back in time? Yeah. And I opened it. And it was, like, all. Disney VHS dude tapes. I want to tell you right yeah. now hold on to that crap because at, yeah, oh yeah. If, if the cases are in decent shape there's going to come a point yeah they're in real good shape they actually. are going to be worth some money not today but there's going to come a day when those are going to be worth some money yeah um, go ahead no go ahead uh, I was just going to just say, fill it in but just fill it in. Don't, don't, don't be polite just jump in there guys. dead air but not, yeah, dead, dead air. air but no I was going to just going on to the whole package deal I don't think you're ever going to get the ability to get any of this stuff in a package deal. I don't know though. Well, I feel right now we're not now, we're, no. uh, right now we're lucky to even 
be still in a state of uh, of that net neutrality. If that if you talk about something that's going to cause problems, yeah. If, if that, that ever, goes away, if that goes away. That's we're even worse. It'll, we're go, in a bad it'll go away. Place. We're in the because battles right we're in now. The, yeah. Because if that goes away, then okay. That goes away, and someone does try to package something. Well, if you if you well, that want would, Netflix, but you have uh, Comcast, now nah, they're going to start slowing down your streaming speed unless you pay can. extra money unless for that pay internet for their little it, package. It, it, it's a it's a battle right now, but that will go away. Net neutrality is just a power move, like we've been talking about. It's it's a power move to show that y'all y'all need to stop and slow down so you don't use as much, or you're going to pay more. It won't happen because then you'll, st- you'll start seeing. Uh, DVD sales go up through the roof. Yeah, and all that. I hope it doesn't happen because I um, like the streaming services where they yeah. where they're going, and I don't want them to go away. And you know, uh, when it comes to streaming services, it I think right now it won't happen because streaming services are battling. You'll see new streaming services uh, created every month. And they're just going to keep battling to see who's the best, who has the best layout. Like you were talking about the other day, Brian, you love the voodoo layout because it's a lot easier yes. to follow. Very simplistic to use. And the search system is way search better system. on it. Yeah, I and agree it's with a that. Lot, it's a lot more uh, user-friendly. User-friendly. And then there's some like Crunch. I can't stand Crunch. Have you all ever gotten on Crunch? Yes. That's the only way I can watch Stooges, though. Yeah, is crunch because it has uh, all uh, not all of them, but a lot of the old. Stooges. I've never even used Voodoo. I've really? never touched Voodoo a well, day in my know, life. Well, you didn't. You don't have to because you're on iTunes. iTunes. But uh, movies anywhere. Uh, connects, I've got it. I've got that connected to my iTunes. Yeah. Well, you know, it connects Voodoo, mm-hmm. Amazon. Right. Uh, it just uh, did Google. Uh, yes. Google Play right. or whatever. Yes. Uh, it just added that, and uh, I've it, got it added to my. Oh, that's another. That's another. Services, uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's what uh, I, I forgot saying, about that. Yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime was a, is we use that very frequently. Well, that's yeah, what I was saying. That's, that's the only way I can watch my comic book. Man, was on the Amazon, <laughs> yeah. the Amazon app. Uh, well, I tell you what, where there's where they're starting, I think they're starting to get something right, and that's the model that Sling TV's using, where you're, um, oh. they're starting to, they're starting a service where it's a streaming service, and it's similar to Directv now. And it's, it's a guide service, just like what cable would look like. But you're able to piece together the channels you want. Now, yeah. right now, it's it's in a segment to where um, they're trying to gain market share. They're trying to gain popularity. And they're putting together the typical, what you would see in a, in a package deal for cable or satellite. Like, you can get these channels for this much money. These Add on these channels for this much more. Yeah. And um, they're very specific. You know, it's like, I want the sports package. I want the entertain the movie package. I want the TV package. Right. Um, and I think they're going in the right direction. And they're they want to get they want to get to the point to where you can just add in the channels you want. I want yeah. channels two, four, five, six, ten, twelve, thirty four, yeah, one hundred thirty two. Right. How much is that? <laughs> you know, when you said that, it reminded me of Back to the Future too. You remember when the uh, uh, kid McFly comes in. He was like, "I want to watch uh, Channel One Twenty Two. Oh yes, yeah. and they all popped up on the TV. Yeah, <laughs> so I just copped in my brain when you said that. The one thing that I think has been missing from this is a uh, um, a oh, DVR yeah. a DVR aspect of it to where yeah, that'd be good. But um, the uh, where you can actually when I'm gone for a long time and there's some things that's going to air that I can't necessarily go back and watch and stream the next day. Um, 
but DirecTV now just launched DVR in beta. And I've been trying it out, and it works pretty really. Good. And, so, and so it's it's beta, so it's 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 a little squirrely still. Yeah. But most of what I've done is so you can actually do it like a normal DVR and uh, go to a channel and say record this one episode or record this series. And you can it's also they're also working out syndication rules, mm. so you can actually go and record only new. All syndication, syndication only, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're developing a lot of rules in this beta yeah. trial, and it's really cool. So DirecTV Now, I think, is going to be – I think they're going to be one of the ones that kind of gains a lot of market share because of that. And I have a, a, I have a request for any of our listeners. If you can find any streaming service, whether I can buy it or not, the episodes of Friends who have the full 30-minute – version instead of the 23 minutes where it cuts out all the good stuff please write us on facebook and let me know wait a minute so the friends that are on netflix netflix, netflix. netflix. Yeah. Yeah. and, and yeah. voodoo yeah anything you could purchase they, they're online. not the original episodes that no, air. they are the original episodes that air but the but dvd oh it's kind of like oh, when you watch extras, it on tbs extras the dvds show the full 30 minute episode of all the good stuff and that's how we got that's the only way when I was introduced to the Friends show, yeah. was the only way I could watch it because it was almost at the end of it, and they weren't in syndication yet. And uh, I don't remember who I borrowed them from, but I, all our friends are Friends fanatics, so <laughs> uh, so I got them from someone. And that in those episodes were full thirty minutes, so there's a lot of funny stuff in there. And then when that went away, and I went to Netflix to watch these shows because yeah. it's all on Netflix. It wasn't the same. I yeah. was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's missing like seven yeah. minutes of the show. And like I would remember one funny part and then it would skip over it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where'd he just skipped go? over that part. Yeah. Where'd that yeah, part right. go? Oh, so you got. So that's the, that was Friends the way you knew it. Yes. yes. And then and went you went back to watch it and, and it, it was gone. The t- whatever okay. they showed on TV. Okay. But on, so far on Netflix and Vudu, even Vudu where you have to pay for it. Yeah, is only the 23, 24 minute version. It's gotcha. not the full thirty minute version. I would never know the difference. I've watched like six episodes. Of <laughs> oh, we would. Brian especially would know because he's obsessed. Yes. That's his show. Uh, I'm going to skip down to this question because it fits in with the streaming and TV, and then we'll get uh, to video games. Is what are some sh- shows you remember your parents watching? Now, this is the only way I could watch TV was whatever the parents were watching was what I was yeah. stuck with. But what is one show you remember watching that either, you know, you either got on your nerves or you were like, you have to watch it because this is the only way I could watch Mom, TV. It wasn't the only way I could watch TV. Mom and dad made me sit down and watch these two shows with them constantly. Mm-hmm. Dallas and Dynasty. Oh God, I'm glad I skipped that era. Oh Lord. Who I don't shot know. JR? I gotta know who shot JR. <laughs> love boat. Love boat, Jesus, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, man. Guilty pleasure, man. I used to like watching Love Boat, dude. I, I thought it was. I, well, I, I thought it was hilarious. I can't say much. I I actually liked. I started to like Mash. <laughs> it was I love Mash. Mash is awesome. Mash is awesome. I I got into Mash, and y- y'all know I was a sickly child. So I was I either had pneumonia or whatever the flavor of the month disease or you're, whatever you're I was the one that had the ear ear thing. Put in. I had pneumonia. Uh, bronch when I had bronchial pneumonia, I was hospitalized, 
And then, but when they brought me home, uh, that's when I remember when I had that, that that's when I got into the A team, the A team got me through my bronchial pneumonia, dude. <laughs> and that will always hold a special place in my heart. Uh, I love the A team. Uh, so you Matthew say, was our special child. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had everything. <laughs> you know, I think it was that house. That house kept me sick, but it kept us all sick. Yes. So that, you say, that's why I was gone. <laughs> So you say Dynasty and Dallas. Uh, Dallas. They those made the me. They made me watch those when they came on. Oh my all gosh! The time. So you say Love Boat? I don't remember. Yeah, that I was a little before. I mean, mom used to watch. What the do repeats. you? Uh, uh, welcome. Uh, what was it? Welcome back, Cotter. Oh, uh, okay. But I love. I welcome love that back, show. Cotter. I love that show. <laughs> hey, Mr. Cotter. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, mom was pretty big into Cheers for a little bit, like in the nineties. Oh, but you're picking all the shows Cheers. I loved, man. Those like, were funny, though. Cheers. Those okay, were funny Cheers. shows. I did not really care for these shows at all. Cheers. I love Cheers because that was probably, like, I, I would say the PG-13-ish kind yeah. of show. that Because yeah. you were watching people drink, and you got some more of the Sam adult Malone. humor. Yeah. yeah, the adult uh, humor, and you had uh, Sam Malone, yeah. the womanizer, yeah. and... Uh, you know, you had the mailman, you had Norm, Norm, uh, and uh, I just I love that show. So anytime that show, those shows came on, I mean, there were some they'd watch that was actually I'd actually enjoy, like Mash. But well, there's Wings, I love Mash. Dad like Wings. Oh my god! Of all okay, things. that's a show I could have lived without. <laughs> yeah, that was a horrible, horrible show. show. It oh was so gosh. boring to me. I yeah. mean, they're just hanging out in an airplane in an hangar airplane and hangar. just. Whatever. Every episode, either in an office or the middle of the airplane. <laughs> so, what about you, Ron? What's some shows you remember your dad or mom watching? Dallas, Magnum PI, uh-huh. and if I was at my brother's, Miami Vice. Oh God, those three are the two that are the three that I remember the most. And if I was at Mimi's, it was the Rockford Files. Rockford oh Files. my oh, gosh! Or uh, what was her favorite drama at that point? Um, Angela Lansbury. Uh, oh, uh, Murder She Wrote. Murder She Wrote. Oh, it was, no, it was the 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 soap opera. Oh, I don't remember this. I, don't remember I soap you know, if it was soap opera time, I I, I like, do remember. I, I do remember her watching soap opera. I was never over she there. She was big. Well, she was big into some one of the soap operas. I never, I never, whenever the soap operas came in, I was lucky. Mom and dad, there was never any actual soap operas like yeah. daytime soaps playing. Oh no! But if I was ever anywhere in the proximity of a soap opera, I left. But she never called them the soap. <laughs> she called them her shows. Her I shows. Have to get to my yeah. shows. And yeah. she would watch. It was like the Young and the Restless, or, or, or the. I think you're right. I think you're right on that. I, I think it was Young and the Restless. Or, and then there was. I, uh, I do remember that, but I anytime as that the was. World turns. But anytime I went over, as soon as I walk in the door, Days she of our would lives. get up and make something. Oh, and I would. Days of our lives. Days of our she lives. She watched that a lot too. And if I ever got up in the middle of the night, like at twelve, one o'clock in the morning, she'd be watching Gunsmoke. Oh yeah. Okay, but I liked Gunsmoke. I do remember that. I do remember watching Gunsmoke. The one show for me I remember, and I still hate it to this day because it uh, it, it told me that it was almost bedtime, and this was the last show I was going to end up watching for the night, and it was Murphy Brown. Mom's oh, show was Murphy Brown. I'm so glad I missed that because that was a horrible show. Oh, my God. And when it came on, it was 30 minutes before <laughs> bedtime. So you know that you not only did I have to watch this awful show because it was the only thing on TV, but as soon as this awful show ended, we had to go to bed. 
And then I'm laying there like, oh, God, now I have that episode of Murphy Brown in my brain. <laughs> I hated that show, uh, but that was one show that I remember dad would watch. Oh, my gosh. He was so random with his TV. He still is to this day. He's so random with his TV. I don't ever think he really paid attention to it anyway, but, no. uh, you know, he would have anything on, even, you know, like late night stuff. Like, you, you never knew what you were going to watch when he had the TV. But what was y'all's first memory of your favorite TV show? And it doesn't have to be an all time fave, but like some, like an earliest memory of TV that you were just obsessed with. Mine was, um, a show that used to air on PBS and I found it in syndication on PBS, but it was originally an actual, it was actually a Canadian TV show. This was Canadian TV. Yeah. This was when I was really young. This was when I was really young. Uh, but it was a TV show called read all about it. And it it was like, it was had this stupid cheesy theme song. Read all about it. (laughs) Um, but it was like this mystery with kids in it. And, um, I mean, it was like my first memory of a favorite TV show. I was really young and these kids were doing a mystery, trying to solve this whole mystery thing. And it was centered around this weird universe where you could get sucked into this universe um, and you could possibly not make it out, but you had to solve the riddles of, yeah. you know, uh, that were presented to you in order to get out mm. and stuff. And um, it was like a whodunit type thing. Yeah. But I vividly remember that. And I I remember when that uh, theme song came on, I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. How about you, Brian? Oh, Lord. Earliest thing of TV. Um, well, what I could remember would be Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all right because I've been saved by the bell. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> saved by the bell. Okay. Zach Morris is trash. Yeah, that's pretty much. Bless your heart. I know, right? <laughs> How about I literally you? just come out. You and, had a torture child. Uh, yeah, we'd come home, and that was pretty much the only thing on. It was either that or. Because that's house. all you could get in before the parents before, came yeah, in. Yeah, before and, mom and dad got home and watched their shows. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I was going to say, but, you know, the only time we really got to watch what we want was when mom set us on the couch in the morning yep. uh, and just put on Looney Tunes to get pretty us going. Much. Uh, that, you know, that was pretty much the only time you, at that point we could watch our own TV until later on when we all got yeah. our own TVs. You know, as a kid, kindergarten, I can remember always reading Rainbow. Oh, yeah. And, of course, you're Mr. Rogers. Like, that's my first recollection of TV, but... An actual TV series that, um, man, TGIF. Mm, yeah. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, that's my first big memory. And also, like, who's the boss? Mm. You talking about TGIF? Was that a show or is that the No, stuff like, that, that, that was, that was the Friday Night Live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I just remember, like, looking forward to that. Like, that was my first. What was the show with Urkel? Family Matters. Family Matters. That was on there, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, you had uh, Step by Step. Step by Step. Step by Step. And then later on, Boy Meets World. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> yeah, like Reading Rainbow was probably the first thing that I remember that I actually sat down and watched either at school or at home. I just love that. Love that show. Mine was uh, when I first moved upstairs and got my own TV and I could watch what I want. <laughs> it was uh, the, 60, 50, the 60s uh, Star Trek because it was the only thing on at night uh, that could turn on upstairs. 
uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause, you know, like, cause you have to go by antennas. So oh, yes. you were either watching news yeah. or I can go to one of the other channels and watch Star Trek. And then I, did you was, never find the cable, the, the cable split that I ran under the house and dropped into the ceiling up yes, there? Yes, but that was the, the only dad hated that when he yeah. found out I did, I did that. You know, when I got, I did, I tried to, I, I hooked it up. And uh, and then it got spliced later by dad, yeah. so I had to go buy antenna. <laughs> uh, but that was the earliest show like uh, that I got to watch that I really enjoyed because you know, like I said, it was the only thing I had upstairs. So <laughs> one of the reasons why a lot of the stuff varies in our childhoods is because um, when I when I was younger and growing up, it was a different era because um, right. my. Um, um, mom hadn't gotten a good job yet. Yeah. I mean, you know, I remember mom working at, um, she was working at like Kroger or something yeah. for a little while until she went and worked at Fireman's Fund. And even when she went to work at Fireman's Fund, she wasn't making, that was her, her step in, it yeah. catapulted her insurance career, but she still wasn't making a lot of money. Yeah. And she was actually going to school then too. Oh, I remember. And so with her going to school and dad working 18 hours a day at a grocery store, um, you know, my days were for a lot of times during school season, I would uh, be dropped off at grandma and grandpa's at like five thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so I would have hours before school. Um, so I would have hours of TV time, you know, before school, then I get dropped off at grandma's and have hours in the afternoon, <laughs> but it was all my access was over at grandma and grandpa's. And that's how I got ac- you know, that's how I got exposed mm-hmm. to, um, you know, weird shows like yeah. Tim would show me and, you know, uh, grandma would put on the PBS and we'd watch PBS oh, and yeah. Bob Ross. Well, I remember uh, staying the night at Mimi's. <laughs> I get uh, one of the earliest things I can remember over there was she would let me watch uh, Saturday morning Kung Fu. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Kung Fu Theater. Kung Fu Theater. That's what that that's what sparked my obsession to Kung Fu today. Remember I that. still watch Kung Fu movies <laughs> because of that. And it's got to be the cheesiest kung fu movie you can think of it's the only way i can jo- enjoy it if you put a lot of storyline in a kung fu movie then i'm out of it you know like you know, i have to have the cheesy looks like they're flying and then walking on water to do a jump back flip kick to your chin and knock you clear across the earth that's the greatest kung fu ever with uh, the bad over English overdubbing, overdubbing and everything, they didn't even have to talk for me. Just keep fighting, you know, the fighting on the tree limbs and stuff. Yeah. Like they're not breaking it because they're lighter <laughs> than feathers. What are That's some awesome. of y'all's favorite cartoons? I know everybody. Don't don't give me this. I didn't watch. Well, I'm cartoons. ready. What's some? He Man. I'm ready. He Man was mm-hmm. my favorite cartoon. He Man, Thundercats, Mask, Thundercats, oh. Mask, Voltron, dude. Yeah, but He Man, I had to be home. Every day by four thirty and watch He Man. If nice. I could have the, if I could have Netflix reboot any cartoon, it'd be Mask. Ooh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, I loved. I had all the toys from. Yeah, Mask. I had Mask. You know, He Man's on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've watched the originals yeah. too. Yeah. And Doris was a fan of She-Ra, so we've watched He Man. We've had some He Man <laughs> oh, yeah, She-Ra nights. Uh, I don't know if you knew, but um, they're coming back out with a new Mask uh, comic series in at IDW. 
I'm so out of the that. I'm so out of the loop on what comics are coming out. I'm like I'm going back and trying to find stuff that was old and I never read. So well, they had when the Mask series was out, you know, originally. Yeah, in the yeah, 80s, yeah. They had yeah. a uh, well, comic the series. the toys came with a comic. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's I mean that's yeah. how they got them big. You know, yeah. same with He Man. They had to come up with the backstory <laughs> to make the. You know, we all watched yeah. the toys that made us. It's all oh, the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. of course. Had that. to have the storyline to go along with the toys. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. How about you, Brian? What was to me your favorite cartoons? Oh, man. There was a, there was such a big list of that, but I, I'd, I'd watched them all. Um, I think Gargoyles was, a, was oh, one of my favorites. Oh, my God. Gargoyles. Uh, Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Wow. Darkwing Duck. Um, King, uh, King of the Hill. <laughs> I like King, King of the, of the Hill. Yeah. Uh, was it Pinky in the Brain? Yeah, Pinky. Tiny Toon Adventures. Nice. Well, of course, the old Bug Bugs Bunny and Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Yeah, Looney Tunes. All of that. How about you, Jim? So, I watched the Looney Tunes, and that was great, and everything. You know, Foghorn Leghorn, all that yeah. stuff. I loved it, but um, you know, I can. The, there was the big three that was Transformers, GI Joe, and Mask. But then beyond, God, you were obsessed with Transformers. I was dude. obsessed. Um, and I, ha- if I had to pick an all-time favorite cartoon of all time, one cartoon of all time, it'd be Scooby Doo. Mm, um, yes, but I'm telling, but I'm Scooby-Doo. telling you right now, I love the Hanna Barbera lineup: Scooby Doo, oh Flint- man, Scooby Doo, oh, Flintstones, dude, Scooby Doo, Flintstones, Yogi Bear, Jetsons, Johnny Quest, Magilla Gorilla, Space Ghost, Fantastic Four, Super Friends. The all-new Super Friends, Challenge of the Super Friends, The World's Greatest Super Friends, and The Legend of the Superpowers show. Okay, you took mine, but you remember it was called the Hanna-Barbera Hour. Yes. Because it would be different every time it came on. It would have the newest of, yes. you know, like it would be either Super Friends, you know, uh-huh. all those. Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that was mine was if, the Hanna-Barbera if, Hour. But the Hanna-Barbera, I mean, I mean, just all of those right there. I mean, but if I had, if I had to pick one cartoon of all time, I could sit and watch Scooby-Doo. All day, oh, yeah. The original, yeah, the sixties Scooby Doo, yeah. Scooby Doo. Yeah. You know, the one where they could have gotten away with it had it been for you, you meddling, meddling kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would, I would actually have to give honorable mention to this because technically, this particular cartoon series was my first introduction into somewhat superhero mm-hmm. uh, type setup. Uh, Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Yeah, nice. The, <laughs> Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Captain Planet is <laughs> a hero. You know. Oh, yeah. Our powers combined. Well, mine, Jim took mine. Mine was the, my all-time favorite was, but I chose, it, it was called the Hanna-Barbera Hour. But out of that, what was your favorite one cartoon to I watch? loved Super Friends. Oh, of course. Because, the you know, of course, the comics, but Super Friends was my favorite, only because they reading the comics at the time as well uh they created characters for that show mm-hmm. that weren't in comics you never knew if that week they were gonna fight someone that you know was already created or if they were gonna create someone new there were so many new characters like the wonder twins the wonder twins was created for that show the yep. super friends and they actually those could have gone away. I mean, like he was always a bucket of water. I but, mean, you on. know the the Wonder Twins is a cult following character because you either loved them or you hate them, and a lot of them loved how ridiculous they were. That's true. And you know, and they still have a following today. That's true. Uh, I also had I also had Animaniacs uh, because that was I the never, that, was that was besides after the, my time besides Saved by the Bell Animaniacs when I got home before Dad got home and took over the TV. 
was one of the first shows you could watch the, without it. By the time Animaniacs come around, I was actually dating. So you know, I, was, I, was, I was done. I was looking for chicks. Not <laughs> Animaniacs. I was being a dude. Now, I do remember uh, on Sundays, me and Brian got to watch Nickelodeon. Yes. Nickelodeon was our... Like, you know, Sundays, because mom and dad would always be doing something on yeah. Sundays. Yeah. Sundays was our day of TV. Yes. And we, we, and we, well, anything it was on Nickelodeon. It didn't even matter. It could be garbage, could be not. But it was like Nickelodeon day yeah. uh, <laughs> on Sundays. I do. I, rem- I remember Sundays, man. They were a different era because mm-hmm. I remember a time when both of you were little bitty. Mm-hmm. And it was before dad had, you know, con- com- became a Catholic. And stayed home while mom went to church. And <laughs> dad, even though we had good furniture, dad would always go grab the dining room tape, dining room chair, <laughs> and plop it in front of the TV, which was in front of the couch. Yeah. So I couldn't sit on the couch to watch TV. Dad would be on the, you know, on the chair in front of the couch and sit there and because we had the dial turner. So he wanted to be within arm's length <laughs> of the dial turner. Yeah. And so because we had that wooden TV, yeah, that wooden yeah. console yeah. TV, Wood the floor, yeah, uh, the floor model, and then uh, the big zenith, <laughs> and um, so he wanted to be with an arm's length so he could change the channel and all, to all yeah. that. And so you know, we'd wake up and watch, uh, you know, uh, we'd watch uh, the WWE, WWF at the time, you know, morning wrestling, um, and then he would turn it over and we'd watch um, um, something racing yeah and then we'd watch a football game and you know, that would yeah. be that would be tv on, on like every sunday until dad started going to church <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know i didn't re- i didn't really respect sports until you know until around high school you know when i was little i was like eh, games yeah. cars yeah. i still don't like nascar racing but you know when it came to other sports i was like yeah whatever you know <laughs> until i got into the the hype of it so like you begin you get involved with the team so yeah yeah i never that was one thing i couldn't get into uh but old school tv uh would you pref- would do you like the old school style of tv where you have to wait for uh the episode and build up the climax or do you like it when streaming services such as netflix or hulu i don't think hulu does it uh yet they'll they'll get to there when they do the original programming uh i guess but do you like how netflix drops the entire season or do you like the anticipation of waiting each week for the newest episode especially if they ended on a cliffhanger it it's kind of a double-edged sword. It is. Because I like having immediate access to it right away, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it, it kind of takes away that, you know, I don't know, some of the atmosphere, the, the the anticipation, which, you know, I kind of liked. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I mean, you know, I just, I keep going. This very thing is a constant battle in my head because I, I like having the instant access to it, but then again... You know, I, I, it wouldn't bother me if they got rid of it and went back to the old model yeah. of releasing yeah. an episode a week or whatever and, you know, did it that way. Mine, same thing, but my, I, I don't have patience that much. Yeah. <laughs> I, not at all. So, like, if a cliffhanger happened, like, you whenever would go we go straight to the next episode. Oh, hands down. But it would have no buildup. You wouldn't, you don't like the buildup. Like, if it ended on, like, uh, SOA, like, if it ended on a cliffhanger, 
uh, right then and there. Don't care. And you would have to go. I'd have to go. But the thing is, but here's the thing though. I have an addictive personality Mm -hmm. and dude, when I found 24, which is one of my favorite shows of all time, uh, dude, I got hardly any sleep for a long time because they were all on Netflix. And I was like, I got one more episode in me. I got one more. I got one more episode in me. Oh my God. It's four o'clock in the morning. Right. I got yeah. one more episode. In me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I don't when, need sleep. When we would, of course, nowadays, now that they drop so quick, you can go the next episode. The only thing I do miss about waiting is how the conversations would get started the next day. If it was like a really big cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. or like yeah. a Water huge show. Talk. Right. Yeah. Like you could go to work the next day and be like, can yeah. you believe that? What do you think this is going to be? But I mean, yeah. we still I, have that with certain things like Game of Thrones and stuff. Yeah. So HBO and play, think companies you know, I've never like that. watched an episode of that. Man, it's, you know. I love it. I love, I love it. it. It is a, it's a fantastic yeah. story. But man, there are some really difficult things to watch. (laughs) And that's one that that you know they built up a lot of anticipation and you have to wait an entire year for No, no, no. In some seasons it's it's almost two years like I mean for this last season. I mean they are really dragging the anticipation of this very last season right now with this anticipation. And it's the the very this is the end of it all. And this is like the highest so far on a show that's on Mm -hmm. right now. It's like it spent the most money. Six million an episode, I think, is what they That's said. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be like movie quality. Now, like, uh, I, I, no big spoilers, Ryan, but that at that part uh, in the la- in one of the last seasons uh, where Jon Snow was in the middle of that field and they had the horse battle, uh, like a lot of that was CGI, but a, that took so They said that one scene was like one of the most expensive scenes yep. they ever spent on yep. that show. But like that show, like they're not giving you a choice, man. They're, you have to wait a year or two years. You know, they, you know, with, but again, when it comes to that, like I said, because of my addictive personality, if it was all dropped, like it was hot, then I'd be on it, man. I'd be yeah. like, I got yeah. another season in me tonight. Let's go. Yeah. See, like it's killing me right now. Like how Ray Donovan ended. Yes. Yeah. And now oh, I'm having gosh. to wait. Like, to and wait. I'm impatient. Yeah. And I check Facebook daily just to go, when is it going to be announced? But the thing is, is I think I've, because they've brought it around like this, if they all go to that eventually, mm-hmm. uh, there's going to come a time when I'm not going to get any sleep because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. I'm, that's just my personality. Yeah. I think if I, if you ask me what I want, give it to me now, but, but it's good. But what should, but what it. should I, what should I really need? I, really need you to space it out for me that's a good from my health it. yeah that's a good way to put it you, you know imagine? if they if they put it all there you're gonna i'm watch gonna it watch there. it yeah can you imagine when me and you were on the road if we'd had streaming services oh my god yeah never they, slept never anyway slept. that's another just yeah. kept going <laughs> how about you brian i you know it's you know six one way half a dozen the other it could go either way. It could. I. I. I what do you prefer? Like what? Which I honestly. Well, I was going to get into. I personally would prefer the spread out. I would like yes, the spread out. I like yeah. the spread out. Um, but this also comes from this. This comes from more of. Uh, it was cool when I. You know, even in a short period of time when I got into watching the you know week episodes of things like. Oh, good Lord. I don't even know which one I could name right now. Um, do you have Do you have the discipline? Like, if you end a sh- watch a show and it ends on a cliffhanger, do you have the discipline to just say, 
even if it's all there and you can yeah. watch another episode, do to you wait. have the discipline to just? Absolutely. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Absolutely. See, I can't do that. No, I, I can't do no. that. I cannot not, do that. Is, not I don't it, struggle. Not if it ends on a cliffhanger. And if it's there. Even if it's not on a cliffhanger, I still don't have that discipline. No. I'm like, oh, I got one more. Oh, I mean, if it ends on a neutral point to where I'm like, yeah, I could, hey, yeah I'm good. I can go on. Got to get up in a couple but, hours. What's one more? Yeah. <laughs> What's see, one more? See, I, and I also talked about this with someone else a while back about the same thing. It's like it's pretty funny because we used to have to wait a week per episode or however long it would be and then you know like oh i gotta have that episode well now we have a streaming service that gives you every episode up front but then you binge watch it all you final it all and you still gotta wait this yeah. time you gotta wait an entire no, but some odd but time. but in this day and age of so much availability I move on, put, put my next show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, for someone like Jim, it wouldn't be a big problem because he has a lot of fill in. Yes, uh, you know, I've, like I, dude, I have a huge list of stuff <laughs> that I keep changing keep my priorities on. on what app? <laughs> next episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. So right. I, I, I'm I'm glad you said that because I can I can go with it depends on what the show is. Uh, like especially like uh, DC, there's so much that I would rather go week to week just so I can space it out. But when fall season starts, I get so overwhelmed with TV because yeah. there's so much TV that I give up, and I'm like, you know what? I'll watch it all when it comes on Netflix at the end of the season. Yeah, real quick, I want you to know, every October, November, I can expect a text from Matt yeah. going, "I'm overwhelmed with these shows. I'm done. <laughs> I can't do it anymore." <laughs> like, and I always get excited. Like, uh, uh, oh, oh, oh! I just thought of this. Uh, DC. I don't know if you saw. DC is getting their own streaming service. No, not another one. Yes. But this is the only one I'm going <laughs> to probably invest in outside <laughs> of others because they have uh, five original shows that are only going to be... Uh, expect, uh, they're going to have everything DC, anything DC movies. Uh, it's going to have comic books you can read on your phone or iPad. Uh, but it's going to be available. All these new $20 DC movies they've been pushing out yes, lately, they're any, all going to be on that? Anything DC Warner Brothers is going to be on the DC uh, I'll probably app. have to get that. But they have five, I think it's five original shows, four of them being cartoon, which I don't care. I love cartoon as long as they and make one them good. live action. And one live action, which is the Titans series. Yeah. And, take my money. Shut up. Yes, take my money. It's the Titans. It's the Titans. And it's going to be, it's not Teen Titans. It's going to be as they're adults. And I am very excited about that show. Dude, I love the Teen Titans. I love Teen Titans. Oh, I yes. love that cartoon. I, I love Teen Titans. Uh, Become one with the couch. The couch. Yeah, the Teen <laughs> Titans go. That me and Steel can watch hours of oh, that show. Oh, we love me. We're, we're looking forward to the movie coming yes. out. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, the couch spirit. Oh, gosh. Yes. yes. Like, I love, that's my favorite come one. Come sit on me, babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the couch. Enjoy the couch. Become like one the, with, become with the, couch. the couch. The, the episode where they all got extremely powerful legs. Legs. Yeah, oh, leg yes. episode. Yes. yes. Legacies. Except there was one. <laughs> there was one. The one weird, disturbing episode, though, where one of them had to had an eating competition. Oh, like with the teeth, teeth. yeah, with yeah. The tooth yeah. fairy, yeah, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I could have done without that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some questionable episodes, but yes. Beast Boy is my favorite. As I love does Beast Boy. pretty much every show. It's got at least one. Yeah, that one episode. questionable. 
So uh, let's uh, let's move on to uh, video games. Oh yeah, this is gonna be my area. I can never get to the top. So what? Who who wants to start here? Because this is going to be more my area but I want, I'm curious to see what y'all say out of all the systems well, you know, that were available at your time what was your first game system that you remember owning we probably touched on this earlier yeah but so the first system you owned Jim Our, was the, the Atari the, the Atari all the Atari see that that other one that, that TV board yours, that, yeah, was, that was that stayed grandma's. at grandma's yeah but that was the first memory I have of an old electronic yeah. device uh, electronic entertainment device, uh, but the one we had access to at home was the Atari Twenty Six. Atari, and for you, Brian, it was the Sega. Yes, Sega the Genesis. The Sega Genesis. That was your first. Yes. So, what was your first, Ryan? The f- original Nintendo. The original. You got an yeah. original Nintendo. Yeah, the Nintendo? original Nintendo probably came out in '85, I believe. I think we got. Yeah. I got mine in '86, and I had like. By the time I got done with that thing, I had like 65 games. Oh, wow. Like, I'm not even going to admit it. I was spoiled. I loved my Nintendo. But yeah, Nintendo was my first game system that I... And had all the controllers, the power glove, yeah. you name it. <laughs> Mine, my first system was the 64 because this was the first system that was mine. Like, I never let Brian touch it. Nope. Because mom got it for me for my birthday. It was probably one of the biggest gifts she had ever gotten me. And I, it was me. I had a relationship with my 64. Like a questionable it was, relationship. <laughs> my precious. I loved that, that 64. Uh, it, you know, with that, cause, because all the games that came out at that time for Nintendo were just the mm-hmm. best to me. So what was your favorite game system? Did you have a favorite game system? My favorite game system goes in hand in hand with my favorite game. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to go ahead and jump the gun and go ahead and explain both of those right now. My favorite game system of all time. And y'all have to understand that I drop out of the gaming world after the first PlayStation mm-hmm. uh, came about. But um, And you probably won't think I'm going to give you the answer I'm going to give. <laughs> um, but my favorite system was Nintendo, the original Nintendo. NES. Yes, because my favorite game of all time, The Legend of Zelda. Mm, yes. Favorite <laughs> Name game. drop. I could, I could play that game. I could go right now and play that game for hours. I got... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we love you, Zelda. You too, baby. But that and Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link, I mean, I could play those games just all day long. And that got me that got me into RPGs yes. alone. Mm-hmm. And then y'all all know the hours I spent playing Final Fantasy VII. Oh, my God. Oh, that's breeding breeding Chocoboos. Chocoboos. Walk in the dorm like, hey, Jim, what you doing? Feeding Golden Chocoboos. <laughs> Breeding Chocoboos. I got to go race. I got to race. race. I got to race. <laughs> Don't bother me right now. Oh, it'd be, it was great, too. As the years would go up to, and, and he'd battle something in Final Fantasy, and it would be like, "Dude, watch this move!" Yeah, yeah. And it would, he'd go click, click, up, right, down, left, right, left, and then like a horse would come down out of the sky, <laughs> and then someone would get stabbed by something. 
42 points. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, NES, NES, NES was, was favorite. my favorite because it goes hand in hand with my favorite game, which was The Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. Have, let me ask you this not saying that Zelda was your favorite. Did you ever get into arguments with people who thought Zelda was the guy? You didn't know that Zelda was the princess. No, I don't think no. I ever got into any arguments. About I that. always because everybody. I remember being in fights in elementary school. Dude, I, I hung that, out with a bunch of nerds, man, and we were always we were always like, "Did you get to level thirty four? Yes, I did. I got it. Did you get the sword? Did you find that hidden brick over there yeah. where you can move it and get the extra? You know, I mean, we that's that was our conversations. Oh man, we never got into arguments about you know who was the princess. See, I had to be in the closet about my nerdiness because it wasn't cool to be a nerd. <laughs> you know, you. Were I did either, not say it was cool to be a nerd i just said i had some i was lucky enough yeah. to have a few nerdy friends i saw your eye roll i was in the closet about my nerdiness you could take it a different way i don't <laughs> among <care>. other things <laughs> in a closet in a closet uh but no like you know in our time it wasn't cool no i know yeah. now it is yeah you got made fun of for like being a video game nerd and i think that's why i'm so bitter about stuff like that well yeah like i was a nerd about everything because i let me tell you do you know how many times I've walked up to Osborne's to buy my comic because that was the only place I could buy my comic? Yeah. And then I would see somebody I know and then I would run to the back like I'm buying meat or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, like, and then waiting for them to leave, like picking up meat, like, oh, please leave. And then I'd run up, get my comic, get the heck out of there. Wow. Yeah. It was a different time for us. <laughs> now it's a yeah, it's, nerd. Yeah, now it's the end. Oh, so that's what was, funny. You know, I'm going to go. I, I love PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2. I loved my PlayStation 2. Mm. PlayStation 2 had the best games, and I'm going to incorporate it with my favorite game ever, and we've talked about this, Gun and the Godfather. Nice. I loved Gun. I see a theme with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might need some talking. It was, the only way, it was the only way you can get that uh, uh, aggression as, aspect out. Man, I spent hours playing Gun. And yeah. Me and a friend of mine... Brian, we would play gun and I would annoy him whenever he couldn't. He'd be like, if I could just turn this guy sideways to you. <laughs> but my favorite thing was playing PlayStation 2, playing gun, then uh, sports games I love, but gun yeah, and the yeah. Godfather. Man, I would like, my dad would be at work to eight o'clock. I'd get me some chips, dip, a Mountain Dew. Oh, and my man, yes. I would play hours on that PlayStation mm, 2. Yes. That was, that was me with Final Fantasy. Man. Dude. Hey, there's, there's a good question. Uh, so, Brian, do you have... I You weren't the big gamer growing up. No. Do you have a favorite uh, gaming well, system? Well, I mean, if it's of my childhood, it would, it would be the Sega Genesis. I, so, out of everyone, you would say the Sega Genesis. Well, I thought you meant one of the kids. Yeah, but, but pretty no, much at even any, then. No, at any time, yeah. even today. What was your favorite system your favorite of all system? time that you've, that you've Sega owned? Sega Genesis. You would say yeah. Sega Genesis. Because it, it started my love of Mortal Kombat. I, I I would play Mortal Kombat one and two. Um, what was it? Kid Chameleon. Uh, the what is it? Um, Sonic and Knuckles. Dude. Oh, but then the greatest game ever, as cheese tastic as it possibly was, and and Jim also bought this for me too. Shaq Fu. Shaq I remember Fu. that. <laughs> yeah. Which system was it? Nintendo sixty four or the Sega that had the really bomb version of the of Daytona five hundred. 
Sega Genesis. Uh, uh, no, 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 Sega, Sega Saturn. 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 So I bought yes. a used. That's what I I had. I bought. I went and a friend of mine had that game system and had that game. <laughs> I went to a used game store and bought that yeah. system and that game. Yeah. That's the only game I ever bought for it, and I would play that thing forever. <laughs> we know me yeah. and Brian shared a Saturn uh, a long time ago, and uh, we had three games. Yep. Daytona was one uh, that. Haunted Souls Mansion it was, game. Yeah, it was I like, can't remember the name I, of it. Yeah, I can't remember. It was such a great game. Wow. And uh, Solar Eclipse. It was the only three games. It only came out with like ten darn games. Like it, it was <laughs> it like did. such a failure for Sega. It was their. It was their try. I just remember up. it had the best version of Daytona 500. Yes, we we had it. I loved it. Yes, and uh, uh, it was like the one video game we got Dad to play or tried to play. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, uh, actually, no, no, no. You, you got to take that back, actually. Dad actually beat us in that game in time trials. I don't remember Yes, that he did. <laughs> because you, I remember that one time he did, and he would laugh about it, and you actually got angry. Throw your Maybe that's why I don't remember it. I put it, put <laughs> you it, blocked put it out. Put it in the dark place. And I thought that was hilarious. Uh, I would say, I, right now, only because it's had the best games is PS4. Uh, like PlayStation is on it with develop with with developers, like all these games that are coming out. It was it's mansion. I had I was yeah, close mansion, mansion Hidden Hidden Souls. Souls. Uh, but with PlayStation Four, man, not just because of the graphics, but it's coming out with some of the best storyline mm-hmm. games uh, that I can get into, and uh, PlayStation in general has been my favorite overall uh, brand of system because it's had games like Assassin's Creed, God of War, um, you know, stuff like that that has continued on and is still continuing on uh, with amazing storylines. So I'm going to add this in there because he brought it up. Did you all have some favorite game snacks? Do you remember? <laughs> like, because I can tell you right now, I remember, I yep. remember, I remember yes, vividly. I did. I did. Do you have to ask me what that was? No, did you, did you, when you played video games? Yes. Was there a specific snack that just made gaming so much better um, with gaming? Doritos and Mountain Dew. Doritos and Mountain Dew. Uh, what specific ones were there for oh, me? For me. You were Cool Ranch. There it is. Cool Ranch Doritos. Do I remember that. I know you were Cool Ranch, but I was I was he the was nacho. nacho. I was regular. Cheese. I was the original Doritos. Cool Ranch Doritos. Cool Ranch I Doritos. And you remember liter, when it was at that one liter of Pepsi? Oh no no no! I go back in the day. I got the three liter. <laughs> yeah. that, that tells oh, you how. That, that tells you how old up. I was. I did the big slams. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I got a three liter of Coke, and uh, the, now do y'all remember the super bags? Of chips that yeah. they used to yes. have, yeah. Not even the party size com- that have they have today compare to these things. These were a monstrosity bag of chips, and that's what I would get. I'd get mm. that monstrosity <laughs> bag of Doritos, mm. a three liter of Coke, and I would go through most of that oh while I was sitting gosh. playing video games. I reminisce on some of the crap that I've eaten back in the day <laughs> while playing games, and it makes my kidneys hurt. Do you oh, remember? Uh, I I, I had this I had this setup. When I had my 64, there was an aviation game that came out. I can't remember. It was a space aviation game. But when I got it, I set up a corner in our room to make it look like an airplane. (laughs) And I would go in and I would make a turkey cheese sandwich and cut (laughs) it into squares and pour Kool-Aid in a cup. And I would set it in my cockpit. 
And I would play hours and I would eat one bite at a time, little drink of Kool-Aid and keep going <laughs> one bite at a time. Kool-Aid, keep going. That was one of my favorite snacks to play in video games. And uh, back then, like back then you could play systems all day long and it wouldn't affect oh, yeah. the system. Yes. Today, oh, yes. if you play it over five hours, it's going to have that Overheat. large, that loud fan. Yeah. And it's going to say, good God, turn your system <laughs> off. You're going to overheat me. Because, man, I remember, because back then you had to. If you turned the game off, you had to restart games. Mm-hmm. Well, the other reason why I gravitated towards the Nintendo was because they also came out with the Game Genie. The game genie. Oh God, um, I remember that. Where yeah. you could it gave gave you all the cheat codes and yeah. everything. So oh man. So then I could yeah, I could I mean I always played my games regular, but the game genie allowed me to have that just you know frustration release of I'm gonna destroy yeah. everything and beat every level. Yeah. So that I can go back later on and play the game right with a fresh mind. I like that. I kind of like that same thing with the Sega Genesis and the Game Sharks that you could. Always oh play yeah, in there. yeah, yeah. There was uh, there is two codes in stuck in my brain and I can't place the game mm-hmm. and if y'all don't know it I'm going to ask my listeners and this is I'm going to plug this in for our, we have a winner for our Star Lord uh, uh, plushie that we uh, mentioned last and we're going to name it uh, either tonight or tomorrow the winner of the Star Wars plushie uh, Star Lord Star. What did I say? Star, Star Wars. Wars Oh sorry Jeez. Star Wars Star Wars for life <laughs> <laughs> But uh, there are two codes in my brain uh, for this week's uh, um, giveaway. And uh, let's just look. I'm going to look in the bag. Hold on. Somebody kidding. We're going to look in the bag here. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay. Do, 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 do. All right. <laughs> so for this week's giveaway, we have a Dorbs cyborg from the justice league movie funko product funkos are the hot thing right now and you know it uh there's a whole thing online about the uh start of funko and funko is rising and dorbs is a little offshoot of funko but we have a cyborg and if you can tell me the games of these two codes don't don't name it we're gonna let the them uh name it on the post that we post uh either tonight or tomorrow for this episode the first one is up, down, left, right, B, A, start. And the other one is A, B, A, C, A, B, B. Two codes. I ah, see. Yeah, I know, Brian. I know. Come on. I know. Calm it down. Calm it down. These are for our <laughs> listeners. You can name either one of them, or if you name it, name them both, we might give you a little something extra. But if you can put in the post the first 10 people to give us an answer to either one or both will be in the drawing for this week's giveaway. So up, down, left, right, B, A, start, B, A, start, or A, B, A, C, A, B, B. Not only can I tell you what it went to, I can tell you what it did. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Time to create a fake Facebook. <laughs> Roger Stevenson. <laughs> So on the post that we post this episode on our Facebook, give us your answers. The first 10 people uh, to give us the answers will uh, be in the drawing for this week's giveaway. First one, I believe I know. Second one, I don't know. The, the first one is the most yeah. popular because yeah. it's been yes. around the longest. But ABAC, ABB is yes. very specific to very one area. Specific. And it jump-started a whole era of future video yeah. games. 
So uh, moving on. So you have your question. Please answer it on our Facebook when we post uh, this episode. So what was your least favorite game system? If you don't have one right off the hand, I got one and I'll go ahead and throw it out. The Wii U is the biggest disappointment I've ever invested in. And let me tell you, when this thing came out, uh, me and Steel were so excited because it had the coolest concept, having the uh, portable controller where you can go around your house or... Uh, if someone wanted to watch TV on the t- the big screen and you wanted to keep playing your game, you could keep playing it on your thing. But they created maybe a total of 22 games for this system, and most of them were crap that only kids could play. Yeah. And I get it. N- Nintendo came to a point that where kids were their key demographic, but that's where you went wrong. You need to go both. A lot They have yeah. a lot of uh, kids' games today. That's why Lego is killing it yeah. because those are kid focused but adults can have fun with them because i love the lego games uh but wii u oh my gosh i i spent 300 bucks on this system thinking <laughs> this is the future of gaming oh my god nintendo did it and then not a year later they're off the <laughs> shelves and they're like well no nope, we got you know yeah, we're, we're going a different else. direction but you know i think even the, the switch is kind of hindered i mean yeah it's a cool concept and a cool thing but it's but they still don't really. No, my my son has the Switch, no, no, no. and he loves it. No, no, and no, no, it, no, 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 it's, no. it's an awesome kid, thing. But a, you're, a kid loves. It. I'm saying he's trying to say adults. Like there was no adult featured anything, and I think that's no. But the too. Switch has. I it's got adults. No, it's, it's got, got a lot. It's, it's got, got a lot of adult game. All the major developers are on the Switch that weren't on the Wii U. Like right, uh, that's correct. Uh, like Activision and stuff like that well, they, because they just had to. Have they happened. fixed. They fixed that. They have. They are getting more into the adult realm with I the Switch. Say, and they had a huge. E3 just announced a lot of games that are coming out when the on Switch the Switch. Was just announced all that was. Uh, they learned their lesson with stuff. the Wii U. They yeah. learned their lesson. Well, with, with the, the Switch, the, if they come out with a bunch of adult style games like Madden, you know, football stuff. Well, like it that, will be on there. It will I be on there. I would totally buy The Black Ops games, Doom, stuff like that. It's adult games on the Switch. Uh, because actually when uh, I got the Switch, uh, it was mainly for Steel, you know, so he could leave my games alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here you go, Switch. Let me play my PlayStation now. Speaking of portable, okay, you know, also going back in the day, I also have to say this. Giving Since we're talking about portable controls, I have to give honorable mention to the Game Gear. Oh, the Game Gear. I oh, love the Game Gear. You re- I remember being yeah. introduced to the Game Gear at uh, Rosedale yes. Daycare. Absolutely. Uh, and seeing that, I was like, oh my God, because it was the first color yes. uh, portable. And I was like, it's got color and a backlight? And a Seriously? Backlight. You could play this in the dark? Oh my God, because I remember having the Game Boy. If you didn't yeah. have sunlight or, you know, 80% <laughs> of batteries, yeah, you were screwed. <laughs> Can you remember when the back when the backlit yeah. Game Boy came out? It was green. And <laughs> yeah, at least it stood out, yeah. man, because if you didn't have great lighting for the Game Boy, you were yes. out there. How about you, Ryan? What was your what was your least favorite gaming system? Sega CD. Sega CD. I, and I was so excited because I got a Sega for the Sega CD. But whenever I got Jurassic Park and Batman Returns. Uh, uh, see? Yeah. 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 But Sega CD, it would just... It would stop worse mm-hmm. than a Nintendo, like in the middle of the game, like yeah. right when I first got it, and I was like, "All right, it's defective, whatever." <laughs> then we took it back, got a new one. They Dude. turned it, and it did the same thing. And it got to a point to where I was screaming at that game, yeah. just like, "I'm gonna come through this TV!" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I Sega, still do that to this day. The Sega CD was probably my least favorite. Now I know a lot of people that loved it, 
but like the Sega I never CD, owned one, never yeah, played it, one. it was just it for me. It was the worst system that I had. All right, how about you, Brian? Do you have a least favorite? The Dreamcast. That oh, thing. Oh, I forgot about that thing. It broke so much. I totally forgot Games, about that game. Could not get a game to play on that to save my life. And the you know, it was even worse. Like down the road, me and a friend got a hold of one, and the only way to even get anything to work was we found some guy gave us a bootlegger CD uh-huh. to where you put that in first, yeah, and then you could play another game. Yeah, I think I actually but for the, the most, I like the Dreamcast. It, it, it just wouldn't it wouldn't work. Well, I tell you, every what. time you okay. put something in there, I couldn't get anything to work. I was it would just fail all the time. When I had the Dreamcast. I didn't have it that long. It might have broke, actually. But like you said, like it broke yeah. maybe, and I just went on yeah. to other things. That's but Dreamcast was the only one that had the Fifth Element game. That's right. And yeah. I loved that game because when the movie came out, it, it was the only system to carry that game. And I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> How about you, Jim? What was your least favorite system? Okay, so now's the moment in the podcast when Jim's going to get all tech, you know, information <laughs> yeah. on, drop some information on you guys. <clears throat> okay, so the word, uh, in my experience, the uh, worst game system I ever touched was the Commodore 64 game console. And the interesting thing about that was, is that that was not even a U.S. Uh, distributed uh, product. It was only distributed what? in Europe. The, really, the Commodore sixty four computer was in the was distributed in the U S. Okay, but the okay. Commodore sixty four game console was only distributed in Europe. And the only reason I had access was again was the deck bars down the street from Grandma and Grandpa. They got okay. They were the ones that had all that weird stuff, weird mm-hmm. stuff, and um and the, he also had the Commodore, they're not the Commodore, the uh, ColecoVision. He also had ColecoVision. Too. Yeah. Which I really didn't care for that system. But the least, I mean, the Commodore 64 game system, they had like 12 games for it and they were all horrible and it was it was just all, it was really clunky. And it was coming out in the golden age of yeah. games when Atari was just knocking it out of the park. Yeah. And it was awful. Um, but um, I'm going to bring up some honorable mentions here. Did anybody know that Apple introduced a gaming system in 1996? Yes. No. Yes. I, I never worked for Apple. Like two of these guys in here. <laughs> Apple Pippin. Yep, the Pippin. 1996. What a stupid never, name. Yeah, um, now listen to this. So dumb. It was Apple didn't distribute it. They they created it and got it distrib- manufactured and distributed by Bandai and Cats Media. Bandai touched Bandai this? Bandai touched this. Unfortunately. Oh, Lord. Um, it came with a 66 megahertz processor <laughs> and and a 14.4 kilobytes per second modem. Mm. Uh, Sweet. Now, <laughs> anybody want to take a guess at the sticker price of this in 1996? I'm going to guess over two thousand dollars because no, Apple not that was bad. like not that I'm going to say four ninety nine, six hundred seven, six. Yeah. I wonder why it failed. Yeah. Wonder why that failed. I mean, it was an it was an absolute you know, commercial failure. I'm but, shocked that Bondi yeah. touched this because they are so picky of who they Very work with. Yeah, picky. but they and, they but the thing is though, Bandai came back and in a press release and said um, Apple was just way too ahead of their time for yeah. this, and uh, you know it was a you know blow smoke yeah. thing. You know they were trying to save face. Um, but uh, I, you know that was that was an absolute com- huge commercial failure. 
But in my research, um, I found a very interesting fact. You know, we've brought up the Atari 2600 in, in its popularity yeah. and everything. Distributed from 80, 1982 to 80, or 1880 to 82. Um, uh, the, the, the version that we got. Mm-hmm. There was three versions of the 2600. It originated in 1977. Well, there's two Ataris. There was the... Well, no, well, I'm not talking about the 50, I'm not talking about the 5200 and all that other stuff. I'm talking about the actual original 2600. Mm-hmm. They, they actually manufactured three versions of that same system. The system we had was the system that started in 1980 and went to 1982. The system, the 2600 originally released in 1977. That version sold in 1977 for $199. In 2017 money, adjusting for inflation, that's $856. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is such a kick in the cornflakes. I mean, to think about that stuff. I, mean, I know, man, but I mean, just think about that. I mean, you wouldn't pay $856 for a PlayStation 4 right now. No. Mm-mm. I mean, so Not just imagine, chance. just imagine that. I mean, in, in, in 2017, you would have been paying eight hundred fifty. I mean, that's the equivalent back yeah. in nineteen seventy seven to eight hundred fifty six dollars. That's a, that's exactly why I love the time we're in now because systems are so still expensive. Uh, but you know, you could pay it off. Yeah. You know, you could when you pre order, you can only you could put a little bit down, then you just keep paying it mm-hmm. off till it comes out. Back hey. then, you either had it or you didn't. Hey, right. correct. Uh, what was it? Panasonic wasn't any better. Panasonic came out with a three DO multiplayer game. Yeah. Uh, in 93, 93, 94. And that thing was $700. Yeah, and you either had the 700 or yeah. you didn't have a 3DO. That's right. 3DO had uh, um, that fighting game, yeah. the Virtual Fighter. <laughs> yeah, that's a, virtual. That was their, you know, but, you know, they were they did arcade first, and that's yeah. how they got their name out with the Virtual Fighter. Yeah. And uh, that's probably why they leaned towards. It was like, hey, if you're gonna, if you spend that much money at the hey, arcade, yeah. you can do popular on the system. Also, another mobile. Um, since we'll go back, I gave you my, my my favorite mobile system. I'll give you the worst. Uh, I did not care for Virtual Boy. I never had, never got to I play never, one. I never so. had it was weird. You know, I never when it came to handhelds. I, you know, besides my phone, I don't really. I had I a Game Boy for a game. short time, but I didn't like it. it yeah, was, I didn't it like didn't give me the Boy. same experience that I got with exactly. The, and with I the never, yeah. you know, and if I was not home, I was doing something out. So That's, I never yeah, really, right? Uh, like even to this day, um, you know, handhelds. Like I had the 2DS, and I never play it. And only because <laughs> you know it was given to me, and I was like, oh, cool. And I got all the old games. Like I got. Uh, all the original Super Marios, all the original uh, Zeldas, and I have Mike Tyson's Punch Out on this thing. Yeah. And you would Punch think, out. you know, from those games alone, I would be on this thing every day. I ain't touched it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even remember the last time I turned it on. Yeah. It probably needs six updates by now. Did either one of you, am I imagining this, did either one of you own a Neo Geo? That wasn't me. No, that never. I, I knew people somebody. who did own a Neo Geo, but that was so, another one that was, the Virtual Fighter that came, was on. It was one of the first things to come with the um, arcade-style button and joystick. No, it wasn't well, me. I, I remember that it had, that was another big system yeah, that, that the Virtual Fighter was on. Yeah, I never owned that one, but like you, I knew people that did. Yeah, I knew people yeah. that owned the Neo yeah. Geo. It was a cool name. Yeah, you know, Neo Geo. <laughs> uh, so we, we already established... Your favorite game was Zelda. Yeah, but I've got a list of... I mean, that was my favorite game of all time. Okay, well, give us... Uh, what I listed, some of your favorite games? I listed out my favorite games by system over my entire history of playing games. 
Um, and so starting with the Atari, Pac-Man, Space Invaders, River Raid, Frogger, Defender, and Donkey Kong. <laughs> okay, uh, no, okay, go back and slow down. That was a lot of information to process. <laughs> yeah. Uh, say that again. <laughs> and so Atari, my top games were Pac-Man, Space, oh, okay. yeah. Space Invaders, River Raid, Frogger, Defender, and Donkey Kong. Mm, Defender. That, that game was one of the hardest games I think I've ever I played in my life. Game. I played that game forever. Now I'm I'm one of the crybabies that if you make it too hard, then it's like yeah. it's I, I lose interest quick. <laughs> this game sucks. <laughs> this game is cheating. This yes. game is so cheating. Yeah, this game's my... cheating. There's like some primitive ROM chip in it or what, something. What what's my saying, Ryan? Like what do I say when it just doesn't make sense? <laughs> <laughs> That, that's like my go-to. Like it just, it, oh, if it makes Lord. me mad, it just doesn't make sense. I hate it. Um, so after after graduating from Atari, going to Nintendo, uh, you got Mike Tyson's Punch Out, Tetris, Tecmo Bowl, Tecmo Bowl, yeah, uh, Mario Brothers, all of them, uh, Metroid, uh, Kung Fu, and Excite Bike. Mm, yeah, Excite Bike. You didn't say RBI. RBI. I didn't play RBI. You didn't play RBI. Never no, played wait. RBI. No, wait a minute. Am I thinking? What me? That's the baseball. Yeah, that's RB. That's baseball. I, I played. Yeah. I, I never didn't play RBI. RBI. I never played RBI. Oh, okay. Uh, graduating from it, Super Nintendo, uh, Super Mario Kart, Street Fighter Two, Mortal Kombat Three, and NBA Jam. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm. I don't like NBA Jam, and I'm gonna throw Josh under the bus because he ruined <laughs> this game for me. I, How did he ruin it for you? Because he got so stinking good at this game, oh. and like you couldn't play this guy. Like Josh Binkley. The, okay, so we went to his grandmother. It, this was years ago. We haven't played NBA Jam in 12 years, maybe, maybe yeah. more. Yeah. And his grandmother had a Super Nintendo. Anytime we went to his grandmother's house, that's where we played Super Nintendo. Yeah. And NBA Jam was one of the games that, or the uh, there was a casino game I can't remember uh, that was big on Super Nintendo. But we would go and play NBA Jam. All right, so we ain't played this in 12, 13 years. We go over there, and he's like, "Hey, for old time's sake, you want to play NBA Jam?" Like, yeah, sure. 112 to 2 later. Wow. I'm like, what is going on? You said you haven't played this game in 12 whatever years. And he's like, it's it's just all in the reflexes. I don't know. My brain just you know takes over. Oh, I'm like, Lord. oh, my God. I'm never playing NBA Jam again. Me and, me and Kamardi Williams used to play that game Kamardi. forever. Shout out to Kamardi. Yeah, what's up, Kamardi? Um, but after after Super Nintendo, then I got a PlayStation, and then it was Final Fantasy Forever. Yeah. Um, and then Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, uh, Madden NFL 2000, and Parasite Eve. And Is then, Madden 2000 the one with Marshall Falk? Or, no, no, that's, that's 2003. 2003. That, in my opinion, is the greatest Madden. See, I, th- this is where I drop out of gaming is with yeah. the PlayStation 1. Because I got, went on to working in college and everything <laughs> yeah, else. things to do. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say better things to <laughs> just do. things I had to things do. Things I had to do. <laughs> um, and I just didn't have time. So I just kind of, I just got out of it. Yeah. And plus two, I had to 
all my uh, expendable cash had to go to actually actual food so I could survive. <laughs> yes. So see, I always uh, found the survival food and just spent the money on games. <laughs> <laughs> like I could live on bread this week. I want the new Madden. Or he'd come and raid your fridge. Or I'd come and raid a fridge. <laughs> see, I didn't yeah. have any. There's a while I didn't have anybody's fridge to raid. Hey, so. but that was your father's fault, Ryan. If he didn't make it so accepting and make burgers when we came over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was. Or a lot the of food. Uh, the uh, sa- sandwich chips and Coke. Man, I miss yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, uh, Ryan, what are some of your favorite games? Do you have more than uh, the Godfather um, gun that you said? I mean, if you go to NES, Zelda, Metroid. If you go to um, Sega, I mean, I played like Sonic mainly. That's about the only thing. But I'll gun in the Godfather 2. If you go to three and like PlayStation 3 and 4, SmackDown versus Raw. Is some of the greatest wrestling games. Now, until they got to PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. you should not have to make wrestling games difficult. Yeah, they made it too difficult. What that. was what was the original wrestling game called? It was Pro Wrestling. Pro Wrestling. With Kryn Kern Karn or whatever it was. Well, you know, hey, Nintendo had a big one. It was WrestleMania, and that was big. WrestleMania 2000. That was the funnest wrestling game I've ever played. But the thing is, is like then I started developing more in the sports games and everything. So then after that, I was just sports games, period. Yeah. How about you, Brian? Uh, It'd be all Sega Genesis there for me. Mortal Kombat, all of those. Uh, Street Fighters 1 and 2. Um, Shaq Fu. (laughs) 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 Uh, For Sega Genesis area. Um, Have you played any of the new Mortal Kombat? You know that Mortal Kombat I have the complete edition, and I have all the updates. And yes, I've killed everyone with with, uh, um, Freddy Krueger, Jason. Um, Yes, I've played all of them. And I've beaten all of them with all the horror film people. <laughs> I got to put another one on my Nintendo list. Friday the Thirteenth. I for, forgot yeah, all about. That. You know, 13th. okay. Before this show, I tried to find the uh, theme music for the original because yeah. you know they uh, came out with a multiplayer mm-hmm. Friday the Thirteenth game. I haven't got to yeah. play yet, but uh, the one I played was oh, the I've one where it, it was the original where yeah, you just where went just around walks the park the and the went house. in the cabins yeah. and stuff. I've, I've played the original. I've played the new one, and it is incredible. Yeah. I love it. Well, it's a great concept. I mean, to scare the crap out of you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Some my I have an overall favorite game. I have a lot of favorite games, but there is one game that I can to this day. I've already played it and beat it twelve times. But Fable is my, and it's an Xbox exclusive game. And this is the only reason I own Xbox is because of this game is Fable. It's it's up to. Now, I haven't played uh, Fable 4 because it was when the Kinect came out, and I refuse to move while I play video games. I just refuse. I, I think if you Why push, should you move while you're playing video games? Yes, That's the whole is, point. You know, the, Sit down, do nothing, mm-hmm. play a game. This is a big reason why I didn't play the Wii a lot, because you made me move. If I want to go move, I'll go do the real thing. <laughs> like, why should I go in my living room and play basketball when I have a basketball court right outside? Why should outside? I play $300 to bowl? I could go down to the street and, and pay 10, do- street. 10 bucks and bowl. Exactly. So, you know, and they made Fable 4 all connect, where you had to move and do the sticks, and I was like, I'm not doing that. But was was See, I... I always saw the commercials for Fable, but I never played it, and it looked like something I'd be interested in. Was it an RPG, or was it what was it? It, it was it, it was an RPG, but it's not like Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy. You act you you were the character. It was uh, um, all it was all interactive. It was all decision based. That's what I loved about it. But it wasn't like 
you had to build up your what is it chockaboos or ch- chickaboos whatever the <laughs> well well i mean did you have to build up experience points you had and well no collect you had to, new weapons you had to go on a hunt for armor new weapons yeah, yeah uh, that's the and, basis anything of anything you uh, anything you were interacted with like if you if you killed somebody, the whole town was after you, and they would ruin that section of the town until you know they liked you again. So, it was a very detailed uh, game, and it was one of the first of that type that got me into it. And it had the greatest soundtrack that I still listen to today on uh, Spotify. And uh, I just I love this game. But some of my other favorites are God of War because God of War has the greatest storyline of any game I've ever played uh, from beginning to now. The newest God of War just came out. You know, okay, so God of War is a Greek mythological storyline that included Kratos is a new uh, character that is eventually defeats the the Greek gods. But now uh, they're in the newest game, they're including... uh, Norse mythology and when I when that came out I, I'm i like oh my god dude Sony is just absolutely killing it with storylines I just if they could use that in their movies like I don't get it like you know they when they you get into movies they just lack but when it comes to their game you know their games they're just on it uh, but I love Assassin's Creed because it's another one of uh those things where you you have to complete so many missions before you move on and i love all that side stuff mm-hmm. uh and uh but one of my and far cry too i love the far cries except for all the st- extra stuff i never buy the extra stuff once i beat the original game i'm done with you and i'm going to trade you in for something else i'm never going to buy more than what i've already paid for but one of my all-time favorite games uh from a long time ago star wars shadows of the empire from 64 oh man i that's another game that i could sit you know to this day i could pop in and play for hours and just get lost in it and uh man shadows of the empire is one of the greatest star wars games ever made so what are some of your what do you have one least favorite do you have a bunch of least favorite games I got one least favorite, the one that just really popped in my head. I'm a big Crow fan. You know that? Yeah. Love the Crow. I love it. The movie you're talking about? Oh, I love the movie. Love it. So I was real excited when PlayStation released a Crow City of Angels video game. I should have known from the movie City of Angels how bad it was. But that movie, if the graphics don't make you want to fall asleep... The story will make you want to find a window to jump out. Of. I mean, it's just—it's oh just horrible. Like the graphics, the storyline, like the story. They change the character's name. They the story is just how his son and him both were killed. Yeah, and how the crow brought him back. Mm-hmm. And all you're doing through the whole thing is trying to find the guy. And the end of the story is you don't find the guy. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's, Sounds like a winner. It's an absolute. Like it was a lot of my time that I was just like, I'll yeah. never have that time back. That sucks. My least, you, my least favorite game is a legend of least favorite games of all time. Hmm. E.T. Extra Terrestrial. <laughs> really? I owned it and it was absolutely horrible. No. It was one of the worst games. It's the one that had the mystery surrounding about it because they made 5 million copies of it. Yeah. 
because they they had big hopes for that movie and um, they only sold 1.5 million copies of it. Really? Yeah, it was the one where all the the manufacturers, all the distributors and retailers sent their stuff back. Yeah. And there was a legend around them burying a bunch of those, like the manufacturer burying a bunch of those in a landfill in New Mexico. But there's a documentary on Netflix right now. They went and dug up that landfill and found, they found them. They found a lot of those original um, uh, cases. They actually found working cartridges still pulled. They pulled them out of the ground Mm -hmm. and they were still functioning. And now Um, they're on eBay. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm sure they are. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they are. These are the landfill copies of ET. Now, $5,000. Now, they didn't find... They did. They were only allowed to dig so far. Yeah. Um, and so they didn't find 5 million copies of it, but they found a ton of them. Mm. So, How about you, Brian? Least favorite game? I don't even know if I have a really least favorite game. Um, I mean, not one that I can really point out. <laughs> I mean, I I, always, I I wouldn't say a least favorite game, but I always got real angry at you know Mario, because <laughs> I could never beat it yeah. when I was a kid. That was the one that made me angry, but I don't have really a um not least favorite that, game. That, what was wasn't there one one game? Uh, it was the concept to me was pretty stupid. It was it Paperboy. <laughs> Yeah, on I uh, love Paperboy. NES. That yeah, was an original. That was one of my arcade favorites, man. I could yeah, love I Paperboy. Paperboy. Well, no, that was an arcade. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was right. arcade, it was arcade, and then it was on Nintendo love. also. It was on Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Paperboy. You had to get the papers there, man. That's not exciting to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather do the real thing, I guess. You know what, other, you know what game I actually... Uh, okay, I guess I would say at the time, at the end of 64, but still alive... Um, when I was allowed to use it, there was a game. I there was a, another a fighting game on there. I used to love playing. The dumbest thing I'd ever seen. It had an angry looking snowman on it. It was called Clay Fighter. Yeah, Clay Fighter. Uh, you know what was crazy though is I was like, man, I'd love to find that game and play it again. Well, the one copy we had, which apparently has gone now, gone away for years, years later. The one we had is the one I see around now. That copy goes for like 400 bucks now mm-hmm. like, some games was... some of those limited uh <laughs> edition games man uh go for that much um you'd be like anything nintendo touches yeah uh if it has mario zelda oh, yeah. or it was a certain title man you even old games old nes games are still 30 40 bucks per game mm-hmm. uh it's ridiculous and yeah. i refuse to pay that especially since oh. we have emulators yeah, online exactly. <laughs> yeah. i can get it all free online if i'm gonna I, I refuse to spend that much uh when i can just go online and play the emulator i remember when uh we borrowed yeah uh some folders off of some computers oh, yes. <laughs> had some games and emulators, All kinds of and emulators i may still have them <laughs> <laughs> may be the keyword here may or may not i'll tell you my least favorite games is the tail te- he's going to disagree with me is the tell i can never say tell tell games uh these are all these are all storyline games these are non-interactive you literally the game is playing for you and you choose the action or what they say. Like so, you're involved with the game by choosing the action of what they do in this moment or what they say to this person, and that determines what direction the game takes. 
but you don't actually play the people. So what you're telling me is a more advanced version of Oregon Trail. Yes, yeah. it was a. It, it was like playing. Uh, 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 <laughs> a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the text text games. Only it was playing the movie for <laughs> you. DOS prompt. <laughs> yes, exactly. But, you know the Batman one. I hate it because the Batman game at the very end. It stopped, and you had to pay to finish the game. Oh, that's crap. See, yeah. see that, that would that, make me hate You know, that right there anymore. turned me off of Telltale because mm. I've already paid, what, thirty nine ninety nine for the game. I'm not paying to finish the game. No. No. Uh-uh. You did have a favorite, though. Was it the Walking Dead one? Yeah, I like the, the Walking Dead series. That that was a pretty good one. Because, you know, you know, I'm simple. Like, I don't... I'm not the smartest cat in the, no. <laughs> in the playpen, but... Like, I just like simple, and it was simple. It yeah. was something that I could just turn on and just be like, all right, I don't need to think too much on this. Yeah. So, uh, we've said our least favorite games. we said our favorite games, but do y'all, do you prefer game systems versus what we have available today, like the iOS and Android? Uh, like, do you think... Uh, do you think gaming gaming is going where gaming is going when it comes to downloading and streaming? Do you think that is people prefer this more than what games have come from? Like when you go to the store to pick up the new video game, uh, mm-hmm. do you think streaming is the way it's going or do you prefer the way it is now? Well, I mean, I know that's where it's going. I mean, that's where the market's pushing it. Um, and I I, I, do, I think I do prefer it, but I don't like the effect it's going to have on the gaming world because um, the, the, the problem with streaming is a similar problem that I have with downloading movies from iTunes and I buy it and I know I'm going to love it and I've not really watched it yet, but um, I wind up hating it, but mm-hmm. yet I can't sell it. I'm stuck with it. Yeah. And so, you know, the same thing with the downloading the games, you download it, you're stuck with it. Mm-hmm. And even though they're cheaper, um, you know, there's still, there's still some cachet to that buy, sell, trade. You know, you buy a game, you beat a game, you go to a GameStop, you trade, you know, get, get trade value for it, buy yeah. yourself a new game. And, um, you know, I, I, I like that and I see the value in it, but I also like, like, you know, what I'm experiencing right now with gaming on the Apple TV, um, and the gaming sink sinking to my phone. Yeah. So I can be at home and playing with an actual Xbox like controller on my TV and having fun. Yeah. And I travel and go to Salt Lake city and then I got my, the same game on my phone, which has my progress and I'm playing the same progress I'm yeah. at the same spot. I dig that. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just I'm not smart enough to have a solution to where you know how can we save that you know that same how do we save that vibe and yeah. keep that vibe, but yet move in the same direction. I just think that uh, you know the new game feeling is still alive. Like oh, people yeah. like going and picking up the case and like oh it's my dying gosh. though, man. Um, where GameStop's losing so much foot traffic. The man. reason it's dying is because resale is so ridiculous. You go and buy a sixty dollar game, you beat it in two days. And I, and this is I I just had this recently because I bought the new God of War game. I beat that game in three days. I went to resell it and I bought that game 60 bucks. 
went to resell it back to them, they were only going to give me eight ninety nine. They gave me twelve <laughs> bucks for that game. Yeah, and could you not sell it online for like thirty five or forty? Could but nobody buys it. I've tried. Yeah. Nobody buys it because they're like, well, if I'm going to spend that much, I might as well go get it brand new. I mean, dude, from the thing, thirty thing. bucks. I mean, why wouldn't you buy it half price? I don't understand that model. Nobody, I, nobody does. Not online at least, or not on eBay. It's That's ridiculous. Weird. That's what's killing it, man. If game, if they would, if they would do it by percentages of buyback, especially of how new the game is, instead of giving. That's why so many people make fun of game, uh, uh, GameStop is their buyback is so ridiculous. I mean, yes, we buy like I still get excited when I go pick up the new game and get the feel the you know touch the case and everything. Some games I'll buy. Uh, stream if I know I'm going to play them a lot, mm-hmm. like Destiny, uh, uh, Black Ops, uh, DC, stuff like that. If I know I'm going to play them a lot and never sell them, then I'll invest in the streaming. But if it's something I know I'm going to get rid of eventually because I like to play a game, beat the game, get rid of the game, kind of like reading a book. You know, you read a book, give it to somebody else, let them experience it too. So I've always been like that. Um, so how about you, Ryan? What do you, what do you think? You think the... I like going, going. I like going to the video game store. You and like? like I, I I don't. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever purchased a downloaded game. Like I don't think I've ever went on the network. I like going there. I like looking the feel of the game in my hands. Yeah. Looking at the back of the cover. You know mm-hmm. all that fun stuff you used to do as a kid. Yeah, I like. I like going to the game. Actually having the physical game in my hand. But I think that eventually I'm going to have to start probably buying them downloadable. If they made it, if they made it, you know, what would be a good idea for streaming is if they had like a, an exchange, uh, option, like, uh, kind of like, they uh, need to have that option for everything digital. They need yeah. to work out that for digital. Yeah. I agree with network. that. I mean, they got to, they really do Apple, Voodoo, they all, I mean, game, game downloads, they really need to figure that yeah. out because all of that, all of this stuff has a product license key. Mm-hmm. And when you buy it, you have a unique key that's yeah. unique to that download. And they can put that, they can develop the back end of their mm-hmm. system where they could do one of two things. Um, they could buy back that key from you for a discounted price, or they could create a, um, a, 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 a resale store mm-hmm. where customers just click a button in the service offering their ver- their license key to this product up for sale. And then when somebody buys that key, it's gone out of your library. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, not to cut, but when I purchase a game and if I don't like the game, I love the fact that I can just take it back. Yeah. And like, yeah. Trade. yeah like if I download a game and it's like a horrible game, and I'm stuck with it. Yeah, I'm gonna be just angry about that. But um, what I just said, though, right. if they ever do figure that out, yeah. that will completely kill the the physical stores. Yeah, that yeah, will no, be the I agree death with that. Yeah. of the stores, and that's probably why they haven't done yeah. that yet. How about you, Brian? Do you think uh, the the old way or the way it's going is the way it should go? Oh, I don't really have a dog. I don't have a fight a dog in that fight, to be honest, because I'm not really a gamer, but. But based upon what I see, it's it doesn't matter. It's going to go that way because today's generation likes it that way. They like which way downloads. Downloads. They like downloads. I don't. They don't like personal interaction. They don't like going having to go to a store. They like being able to stay at home, <laughs> Amazon Prime, and then play a game or go on their game, go on their system, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. download it, be done with it. 
Yeah, I guess that shows a generational change. It's mm-hmm. the generational change. Uh, and if you ask me personally, I'd say what everybody, most people have said. I'd love to go into a store. I like the store interaction. But I'm the weirdo that also liked the blockbuster re- uh, interaction. I liked that day you got to Dude. that Friday, you got to go, you got to pick up the movie, bring it home and watch it. But everybody was irritated about that. Yeah. So Well, no, it wasn't just an irritation. We just created a more convenient way to do the process. And now it's so convenient. It's so convenient. I don't now have to get every, off my couch. So. Yeah, every now that is led led everything. Everybody wants everything to be that easy. Yeah. But I think it's also parents showing that to their kids because yes. yep. I still take steel to the game store like uh, anything you, it, like, unless it's off his iPad you know he has to get permission before he downloads it but uh, if he wants a new game you know he saves up the money and I take him to the game store I mean, and Gavin loves GameStop I take him there all the time yeah. he loves it I don't I mean, think it's dead yet I don't think I don't know oh man. no it's not dead yet I mean uh, GameStop it, still operates 6,500 stores worldwide it's not completely dead but yet I don't, but die. it's I don't dying think it will. it's dying I, I don't think it will because I think it's just like comics comics there was a time in the 90s where every comic uh, book publisher was about to go out of business and or go bankrupt and then something will spark it to where they they just got to refigure the business part i think games are way too expensive and that's killing interest way too expensive i think yeah, if they, they if, i think if they start um if they figure out a way to m- mimic the model that the that the uh ios games have done where you get not necessarily give the game for free but reduce the price reduce the and price and figure out how to increase monetization of things you know, get rid of the whole download store from the PS4 and whatever and the yeah. Xboxes, but yet still have that internet connection store where you can your mm-hmm. those games offer other things. Mm-hmm. So you could help yourself out. Your game's not a hundred dollars, but that you go buy the game right. for twenty five dollars, and then you have uh, further monetization on the back end where they could continue to make more money for the game, mm-hmm. and you don't have to spend that much money. And then you only bought it for twenty five dollars. And then keep the trade in value at about ten, twelve bucks. And now that that makes sense, and that I think would revive the, that that particular part of it. Well, I think this is why uh, tablets are taking over because I, you can go down to Walmart right now, spend forty bucks on an RCA tablet, and go on the Droid Store and download all the free games. Yeah. Because you, if if you look at it, man, there's a lot of people out there that can't afford a PlayStation, a Wii, a Switch, a whatever. And, you know, but kids want to play games, and, and there's it, a lot of classes out right. there. Right, and if you, that, you may not be able to afford an, an expensive iPad, but iPad. you can go f- get that $40 tablet. Go get a $40 tablet and download whatever Dude, free game is uh, available. Toys R Us going out of business, they had a tablet in there. It was like yeah, 20 tab- bucks. 20 bucks. Yeah, Taboo or Taboo yeah. or something. But, you know, and then kids can enjoy video games without their parents. That You know, but they don't. But GameStop and the game industry doesn't look at that. They look at... They're gamers who will spend five hundred bucks on the newest graphics chip and blah blah blah, and yep. they don't think about the class of people that still want to enjoy games. That's why a lot of people are going retro now, is because you can go get an old retro. Well, that's and that's another reason why retro games are going up in price because people are like, man, I can't afford the new stuff. I'm going to go buy the old stuff, and now the old stuff is going but, up in price. And there's something to be get. said about your point too, because um, there the trends are showing right now, and we'll get into this into a music episode. But vinyl is resurging, exactly. And it's, I mean, who would have thought vinyl 
would have had a resurgence. Mm-hmm. I would have never, if I was sitting back as a financial analyst trying to predict the future, I would have never predicted mm-hmm. vinyl would have a resurgence. Uh, tapes are having, cassette tapes are having a resurgence. Are but, they really? Yes, because of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, uh, that makes sense. After that, yeah. after that, that movie, makes there was sense. a huge resurgence of, they're now uh, released, some people are releasing cassette tapes uh, when they come out, like uh, Ready Player One yeah. has their soundtrack on a cassette tape you could buy with a limited edition. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> with their uh, playlist. Nice. I think it's awesome. Uh, so uh, what era of games do you think is the best? Uh, do you have an era? Brian, you probably... It's, it's going to stick <laughs> right there around that <laughs> right Sega there. era. So we know your yeah. era is around Sega, but how about you guys? About 2000 to 2005 is probably my favorite just because... I mean, that's whenever the gaming industry for me like yeah. really changed for me. Yeah. Just I, everything. Yeah, I agree. I was gonna I was gonna say about uh, uh, 1998 to yeah. 2005 because this is the this era was your it's, graphics right. boom because uh, you had when you know when PlayStation Two left and went on to PlayStation Three and Xbox. I, you know, if you re- really look, if you go back on uh, an Xbox One and PlayStation Two. Not much has changed. No. Clarity has changed yeah. of the picture. But when it comes to like the movement and the 3D uh, look, it not much has changed from right. the PlayStation mm-hmm. 2 because I turned on my PlayStation 2 first time. I, uh, I threw in uh, Quidditch, uh, the Harry Potter Quidditch. Yeah. And, man, if you look at it, it's a Nerd little alert. slower because of the, the <laughs> processing right. power. Yeah. But the picture of it is crystal clear. I'm like, man, yeah. this is not that much different from, yeah. like, <laughs> the Legos. Or Lego and that's one of the things that's kept me out of the whole game system thing for a long time. I mean, uh, I, I mean, my son just got his first actual game console, which yeah. was the Nintendo Switch. And uh, I told him, I said, you know, we've been going back and forth for the last two, three years. He was like, I want an Xbox thing. I want this PlayStation. I want this. I want that. But I was, I was like, dude, we're only buying one. I'm yeah. not having a house full of game consoles that cost $500. I'm, no. I'm not doing it. Uh-uh. Um, so you're going to do your research and you're going to figure out which one you want. And he came down and finally decided he wanted the Switch. And that's what we got. That's why I collect my systems because I thought maybe one day I would have a kid that would enjoy. And, you know, I, I'd make, I made still go back and be like, Hey, because uh, I remember when I pulled out my 64, I was like, hey, you want to see what I grew up on? Yeah. Let's go play some Shadows of the yeah. Empire. It's like, yeah. dude, this is awful. Oh, man, is. what is this? <laughs> I'm like, hey, this is what I had. Yeah. I have to say my son digs the retro. Really? He loves they, the retro. The bits, mm-hmm. the bit games. He loves it. Um, he, want, he wants me to buy him one of those um, build, your own, build your own video system kits. Mm. Um, which is which is not great graphics, mind yeah. you. It's the old, like eight bit graphic type stuff. Stuff so. like that's genius because that teaches them more about the system itself. Yeah, and uh, won't have to rely on uh, wh- what is it at Best Buy Geek Squad? Yes, to yeah. replace them. St- you know, because yeah. I remember when I updated my own PlayStation uh, hard drive, I had never done anything like that ever in my life and had to follow YouTube you and know everything. what I just remembered it just dawned on me I remember there was a moment in time and I totally forgot about this that I actually bought a first generation Xbox because a guy offered it up for 25 bucks mm-hmm. and it had a bad hard drive mm-hmm. so I went online and I found an Xbox hard drive and so I bought it from him and I bought the hard drive and I replaced the hard drive and it, and it worked just it fine worked just fine, worked yeah. just fine. 
Um, but I had it for man, I didn't have that thing long. I turned it around. I turned around and sold it pretty quick yeah. after that. I didn't keep it long. But I only had the Xbox One for two games, and yeah. that was Fable and the first Harry Potter game. Well, that was actually the funniest thing about those systems when those systems with hard drives first came out. Man, I was making a ton of money fixing those fixing things. those things. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this tells um, you where it's came a lot, come a long way. Yeah. If if I have to pick the best era for games for me, I go to the golden age. The 70, golden age. Yeah, 71 to 83. Uh, Space Invaders, Asteroid, Centipede, Missile Command, Pac-Man, Defender, Donkey Kong, Frogger, Galaga, Pole Position, yeah. uh, Spy Hunter, Paperboy, and Punch-Out. Yeah, you had your most iconic games. I mean, the, and, the, I, and I went emotional because... Those are the that that era is the is the era that strikes the most emotion. I have a lot of fond memories of playing Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda, but man, the arcade time mm-hmm. going to the arcade that is that is the mo- that strikes the most emotion. When you talk about video games, consoles don't do it. It's the arcade right. because the arcade was huge for me growing up. Yeah, so. well, arcade was still pretty uh, pretty big around my time as well. And I tell you what, there was actually a really cool time. Uh, we found some friends of mine found this one arcade in the middle of nowhere can't even remember where it was I'd have to ask an old buddy of mine but you could go on they would do it three times every summer where you could pay 25 bucks and you will they will lock you in there on Friday night you get pizza and drinks and then you would literally stay there for 24 hours in a lock-in, and they turn all the systems um, on for free. The uh, they did. I don't remember them doing lock-ins, but I do remember like towards the end of the arcade era. Yeah, um, they were a lot of them were going to that model yep. of um, you. There was an hourly rate, mm-hmm. and they changed uh, armband colors. Yep. Um, or there was a whole day price, and you could just pay a whole day price. Mm-hmm. And they were basically calculating what their average per yeah, player per money player was, and they were raising it just above that. So if their average per player was like ten bucks, yeah, they were charging fifteen for the day, mm-hmm. and they would charge you fifteen dollars free play. Free play, and man, that was a great time. To there, be video yeah, games. there is actually a um, arcade literally five miles away from me that'll actually you could pay. Ten bucks and play all day in his arcade. The my my one of my fondest times of arcades was um, when me and Kamardi were living together, and we would go to uh, Hooters um, over off of uh, Harding Place. Yeah, um, and um, we go eat dinner and then go to the arcade. Now there's a I don't even know what's there now. I think there was a Jack in a Box that got put there and then went out of business now. Uh, but um, but there was an arcade there right in front of Hooters. And so we'd go eat dinner at Hooters and then go over there and spend like four, five, six. I remember one night. Yeah. yeah. I remember one night we'd get there, eat dinner at like six o'clock, and we'd go over to the arcade and we wouldn't be leaving until like two, three o'clock in the morning. Well, I, I I went with y'all one time. It was harsh, that, man, because yeah. we stayed there. We stay there for a long yeah. time. I remember that was that that one arcade over underneath the bridge in Hickory Hollow. We had the old Snookers. Uh, Snookers. 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 Yeah, I used to spend hours there um, too. They uh, that was it was that arcade I was just speaking of that. Um, uh, that's when I first saw Mortal Kombat. Uh, released oh, nice. and that was oh, that was a that was Game a harsh changer. that was a harsh night because man we whew, we stayed forever. <laughs> All right, so leading in leading into the last segment, our children 
today have constant access to entertainment, information, all this stuff. Would you have wanted this as a kid? I would have wanted it as a kid. I mean, you want me to be honest? Absolutely. If you if if you if you could go back to the 1983 me mm-hmm. and say, uh, I, if you want me to, could, if if you want it, snap your fingers, and I will give you instant access to all the entertainment you would ever want. I'd snap my fingers in a heartbeat because I would want it. I don't think it was the best thing for me, and I think it's presenting a lot of challenges to us as parents. Yeah. Um, moving forward because of the instant now. We tend to use it as babysitters a lot. Uh, you know, here, get on your iPad. You're going to go over there on the couch for a little while, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, it's better it's, than our parents being like, hey, just get the heck out of the house, please. Yeah. <laughs> Come back around 9 Yeah, but that's a different, it's a different era. We can't kick our kids out of the house yeah. to do that as much as I would love to because I think it would be great for him. Yeah. Um, you just can't trust people anymore. So it's just, yeah. it's a different time and you can't do that. And so having this instant access to entertainment helps keep them occupied, but is it the best thing? But I think that trust comes with the instant act, uh, information because I think crazies were just as crazy, but yeah. we didn't know we because didn't know. we didn't have the right. instant access. That's just Merle it. down the street. He cooks all the time. <laughs> no, <didn't> <laughs> I mean like statistically the instances of things happening. Don't get me wrong. There was always crazies around. But the 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 crazies just seem to be everywhere yeah. now, where they weren't back then. How about you, Ryan? Yeah, I would want this as a kid. Really? You know, the thing is, though, yeah, I want it as a kid because I think back then I was so spoiled with wanting things right then and there, like shows and movies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I would have loved this. Now, would it have been a good thing or a bad thing? Probably been a bad thing because I probably have been fatter than I am now. <laughs> so I mean, thing. honestly, I mean, yeah. Just I mean, being honest, yeah. Because yeah. be I, I mean, I was already a couch potato until my parents made me go outside. Yeah. But with that, I would have found excuse. I'd probably be the kids today going, uh-uh, <laughs> Yeah. How about you, Brian? You know, I, I th- if you, okay, I'm not going to say if you gave me the ability to snap my fingers and it's all here, I'd said, yeah. But if it was there, let's say if it, if it was there in my childhood, like all of this access, I don't think it would have changed my mind much more. I think I still would have been outside playing on my bike. But would you want it if you had, if you like, say, if you could go back in that yeah. time, would you want this or would you like, would you want to keep it as you had it as a child? I think I would have just kept it as I had as a child. I wouldn't really care for it. See, I'm with you. I I think I get overwhelmed easily yes, when you give me very too much. This is why, overload. yeah. This is why with social media these days, uh, like I get so much at one time. I get so many TV TV suggestions at one time. I get yes. so much information at one time that I get so overwhelmed that you know there are times like I would be on Facebook every day. And then I would get so frustrated and pissed off about everything that's being said. And I've unfriended a lot of people because of it. And it's like, now I'm just down to my comic book information and movie <laughs> yeah. news and right, my right. close friends yeah. is what I'm down to. That, you know, with all that information at me, it's like, oh my God, nothing's a surprise anymore. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, the only way I could find out what the new movie was is when I went to the theater and saw the coming soon yes. posters. That was very exciting for me. That was always cool. And, yes. Or uh, the only way to find out what the new game was when you had to go buy the game magazine down at the store to find out what the that. new you know, games were. I agree. Okay, so it was exciting to go to the theater. 
whenever we didn't have internet to see what was coming out and you saw that like Batman Returns yeah, and you and saw you the like, poster. Oh my God, there's a Batman. Yeah. yeah. And trailers were so much more. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. So I, much I'll, more exciting. Yeah. I, I get where well, you're coming from on that. Well, also on what he's saying, that social media, social media has actually single-handedly ruined a lot of things. Yeah. I've mm. stopped watching. I mean, not, 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 I don't know how many people around here even watched it. I've seen, I stopped watching The Walking Dead because yeah, of social media. Because everybody it. would be, because sometimes people can't watch it when others do and people will be right on there oh did you see when this happened and this yeah. guy did this and he died and he died I'm like thanks a lot you know but then they would be the ones that come up yeah. oh you should have watched it like, you know it's so yes I will watch it when I get to it Lord like people live and breathe it around that TV show <laughs> we know it in social media is dictating Hollywood now oh yes. uh, yeah like uh, boycotts well, boycotts and what's going everything, everything you know, going on in the Star Wars all world. you have to do is just be an evil person behind your keyboard on social yep. media and just get a million followers and then you've yeah, changed everything but hurt society but hurt society good lord you know get a hug go see a yeah. therapist jeez you don't need to say it all online you know yeah. I know that's what the world has come to these days but you know i mean literally i mean you know our complaining back in the day we we walked out of a bad movie well that sucked let's go play ball let's go play ball I mean, you right know, that was it that was the end of it but these people just beat a dead horse they just keep on going mm-hmm. and i don't understand it mm-hmm. i don't understand what they hope to accomplish i really no, I agree. Don't. yeah yeah um uh, so where do you think uh all this will go in the future i mean try to predict how we could be consuming entertainment in the next, let's say, let's say twenty years. Uh, do you think there, there's a way that it, it will change the way um, people are getting entertained? Is there an easier way? Is there a? I, I think I don't know if we'll see it in our time. I mean, I think that I think that they're they're working hard to try to. Uh, and perfect and, and introduce the uh, a Google Glass type product, yeah. um, and I think that there's probably going to come a time when that might actually, uh, if they can find, get it functioning properly yeah. and accurately, um, and make it affordable, mm-hmm. and if they can find the combination of affordability and functionality mm-hmm. with something like that. And, you know, people walking down the street, um, you know, watching their favorite TV Mm -hmm. show in the corner of their glasses and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I I could see that being with today's society the way it is. If you make it affordable, I could see society consuming entertainment that way very easily. Um, But another, you know, we're all seeing the evolution of vehicles and um, they're trying to make automated vehicles a thing. And if they ever make an automated vehicle a thing, I could easily see, you know, windshields, you know, with they've already digitized windshields right. and given you um, windshield access to your speed and temperature and this, yeah. that, and the other information. It's just the next evolution to turn that into a TV screen. Oh, if, yeah. if, it, if your car is automated and you don't have to pay attention, why not? Yeah. I mean, I could easily see though that being areas that happen. Mm. Maybe... Maybe in our life, I could see the Google Glass thing happening in our lifetime if they can perfect it. But yeah. I don't know if the automated cars are going to actually be in our. I don't know if we're yeah. going to see that in our lifetime perfected. I think the Google Glass thing, like you said, will happen. You know, I just don't know when. But I think games and movies and TV and how we get it has changed so much from the time that we were kids. 
I mean, just think about that. We've talked about that. So I can't imagine what it'll be like when my daughter's in her teens or your son or your son or your son. I mean, your son's about to be in his teens here in yeah. a few years. Mine's going to be a teen this year. Oh, that's he's, right. he's turning 10 this year. So yeah. I think the perception of games God and the realism of games <laughs> and movies will depend on the player's imagination and consent to what is provided by yeah. like the game and what Netflix or Hulu or whatever other game system we're, or you know streaming system we're about to get. Yeah. I think the iPhone is the stepping stone to Ready Player One world. We, no, that's what I was going to yeah. say as well. Yeah, I, I feel like virtual reality is on a huge rise right now mm-hmm. with all the different uh, headsets and setups and all this kind of stuff you could do in the VR world. I know there's a movie about it, and I know it's joked about every now and then, but I don't it's, say it's too far-fetched it's not, from I mean, a future of Ready Player One. But that's what they're doing now, but they're doing it on their phones. Yes. Right. And yeah. they've made yes. it to where you could slip your phone into a three... Uh, yeah, uh, slip it into one of those eyeglass things and where you can one. interact with your own phone. And I have to say that, man, with all the directions they're going, I don't get the VR Revolution. I don't get it. I don't. I don't. It. I don't, it gives I don't me a like headache. it. Yeah. Yeah. It gives me a headache. But you know, with as long as they, as long as people stare at their phones, they're going to make it to where they can make it easier for the people to just put it in their brain or their eye sockets. Yeah. And get to a point to where that information, information, entertainment, video games, anything that interacts with the person without having to interact with the world is going to become a hot commodity one day. Absolutely. It, yeah. Just like it is. Yeah. I mean, it's it, that's how they represent it in Ready Player One, uh, mm-hmm. that it becomes a commodity. It will become a uh, brokered system in the Wall Street and everything. And uh, that is that is where, because it's all information, every little bit of it, music, movies, mm-hmm. all that. It's all instant access information that we could touch at a button. And it, they need to, or they don't need to, I'm sorry. They're wanting to make it easier for people to access to it because it is making them so much money. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I believe that yeah, that's where that. it's going. Yeah. As, just as long as we don't evolve and eventually society become the matrix. The I matrix. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where we're all just, our brains are plugged into a computer. And, and not, we'll also say not just iPhones, all smartphones in general. Yeah. Are causing I, I say global, iPhone because that's all yeah. I've owned yeah. as yeah, a that's smartphone. All I've, yeah. But yeah. It, this that that yeah, like you said, it's, it's causing phone, the global smartphone. zombification of humanity. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's why I'm glad that game, that Pokemon game, where people weren't paying attention to where they were going. <laughs> oh my god, still have to going. Stare at their screen. It's still go. Pokemon still Go is still a thing. Really, still a yes. thing. Still going. They we, have a gathering for that now. They're in our our, our neighborhood in Donaldson, um, where uh, we see them at our church all the time. We'll be in church and they'll walk through our parking lot looking for stuff. That's ridiculous. I will say this though, I actually threw out a quite savvy marketing scheme using that game mm-hmm. uh, when it first came out. Uh, I never played it, but I heard. That these game, this game, you can turn places into gyms where you can go in and collect a bunch of stuff. So I turned, I had someone turn Mac Authority into a Pokemon wow. Go gym. Oh, nice! So they would have to come into the store to get stuff. Interesting. Okay, how about how about this? Um, they know where your phone is. They're tracking your yes. phone because it's GPS oriented because yep. they have to walk you through your neighborhood and everything. They also know where 
they know where Joe Blow is. They know where Jane Doe is over here. So how about we just make it a part of the game where you make them walk up to each other and talk to each other yes. to get points in the game? Oh, we're reengaging in humanity. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I see a new dating system there in there somewhere. <laughs> can someone create that so I can sign up tomorrow? <laughs> Pokemon speed dating. So one last question. Hey. I'll become a big Pokemon fan if it became speed dating. <laughs> okay, you just ago. you just made Pokemon sound really dirty. You did. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> so are you a Pokemon character? Let me get a Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh, that is the worst line ever. Hey baby, come over here so I can Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> I don't know anything about I, I wish right. I could come up with a name, but I don't know anything about Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon is all I had. <laughs> Probably look at you like a big Charizard, apparently. Charizard. Okay, so apparently we have a Pokemon guy. We have a Pokemon guy in the house. <laughs> so, uh, okay, one final question. Do you think with all the addiction of uh, phones and, you know, with the kids being access to this information because of all this instant stuff that we have around like iPads and mm-hmm. uh, game systems, computers, um, <clears throat> do you think... Do you think it's too late to change uh, formats of information, or do you think it's a one-way street? I don't think it's ever too late for anything. I think um, it's going to take, for adults, it's going to take some creative thought Mm -hmm. and effort um, to create a a manual process. Like I just said with that, what I just said for, you know, the Pokemon game. It's going to take something like that. Yeah. To especially this generation yeah. that's just becoming adults mm-hmm. um, that have no desire mm-hmm. to engage in humanity anymore. It's going to take something creative. Um, for the generations to come, it's going to take some parenting effort. You know? Yeah. It's going to take some really good parenting. It's just being a good parent um, and trying to um, establish good boundaries. And, um, you know, we've installed. Um, uh, limits on Gavin's uh, systems, so yeah. he only has a certain amount of time he can be on them now. Yeah. Um, and if we're in there watching TV, he can come in there and sit it with us. But when he comes in there with us, we have conversations, we engage, and mm-hmm. we don't just sit there and drone out and ignore him. We yeah. we have conversations and engage. Um, when we uh, we're in the process of. Uh, doing a lot of work on our house right now, but when we get moved, um, we're going to reinstill game nights. Yeah, we do board games, and um, you know so we're going to start doing some more engaging things where we're not just nosing a device. Exactly. How about you, Ryan? Do you think it's too late, or you think we could change it to where we can get it, kids more involved for the future? I don't think it's too late. I think. Yeah, I don't think it's too late. I think that you can still engage in conversation. I think it is going to take some kind of genius matter to have them all like in school. Even people don't want to engage in school. The only thing that does worry me is I think the generation that is in right now, they've seen what people can do with electronics mm-hmm. and they've seen what the life is like with yeah. I'm in my phone and all thing. I do worry about some of them that I think it's going to be too late for oh, them. Yeah. But I think like, like for me with my daughter and your son and your son and your son, I think that it does. I think it takes the parent to say, okay, this is what you need to do. Go interact. My four-year-old will interact with anybody. Yeah, but the thing is too, though, we have we have some young generation yeah. uh, people right now that are, you know, let, let's just say that in their late 20s mm-hmm. that already have a five, six, seven-year-old oh, child. yeah. yeah. 
Um, and, and they rely on and, and they this. rely on this stuff so heavily. So how do we get them reengaging right. when they have no desire and they're not See, teaching? See what bugs their me also is even in the corporate world to where I work and where we all do our things. I can walk down the hall and, it, and there's nothing worse that bugs me. I'm in it too. I'm in my phone a lot. I admit it, but I can always look up and say, "Hey, good morning, good afternoon." Absolutely, and it bugs me whenever they're just like this. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like good to talk to you too. Yeah, yeah that, and that goes for anything. When I'm having a conversation and they pull up their phone while I'm having the conversation, I'm just like, yeah, "Okay, I'll wait until you're done there, I guess." And that gets so annoying. I walk away from it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I reach out my hand to shake mm-hmm. your hand, and if you're all up in your phone and you ignore me, I walk away from you. And I've had people like, "Where, where are you going?" Yeah, you didn't want to talk. Well, you know, I think it's the lack of challenge. I don't think there's any challenge for social interaction these days. If they, if that, and but with corporations and you know, game developers, app developers, and all this, they don't care about that aspect. They're looking at what makes them money. Absolutely. So, but if you can uh, create challenges for the younger generations to get more involved, you know, with information, I think this is the best way for information because. Uh, when it when it comes to looking up something historical, like uh, me and uh, Steele were looking up a fact that somebody said on a show uh, that we didn't believe was true about George Washington, and then we look it up on reliable sources and learn something about George Washington. I think anything like that, when it comes to history, uh, you know, any kind of history, any kind of education, anything, I, I think this is the best way, uh, you know, because it, it, kids there are kids that are a lot smarter because of the instant information, mm-hmm. but they have no social skills no. or any desire to use this education that is right at their fingertips Correct. to better the world. And, you know, and it's all on social interaction. If they, if people who develop apps and games and all this can make it to where they have to interact with other people mm-hmm. or interact with social situation that, they will have to uh, become a part of one day instead of diagnosing them with something, right. just make them socially interactive, no matter what it is, the game, the yeah. app, the whatever. Um, I don't think it's, I don't ever think it's going to be the corporations that make the change because the, like you said, the corporations are only going to do what puts money in their pocket. Exactly. However, they have, these corporations have built a platform mm-hmm. Um for people to in in small businesses to create apps that could you know develop into a big business for them and that those apps could catch on and right. you know it's going to be a small business it's going to be um you know with our you know this new platform that we're messing with podcasting i mean yeah. you know there's a lot of avenues that mm-hmm. the small business and entrepreneur can get into yeah. that can help us change the world and i think those are the platforms that are going to have to be utilized i think that's where the change happens. Yes. Like somebody can be listening to this podcast and walk down the park and have this to listen to while they walk down to the park. And then when they get to the park, they could turn off the podcast. You are allowed. You can press pause and come back to the show. We're not going to get on to you for not listening to it all the way through. Believe us. We do it. We, we have two here in this room that listen to a lot of podcasts. Oh, we, a lot of podcasts. And podcasts. I, you would say that you turn it off when you want to yes. do something else, right? Nope. You don't have to listen I'd to it. I'd say ninety percent of my podcast listing is in my car. Yeah, and exactly. so I drive from A to yeah. B, I listen to it while I'm in the car, but I don't finish the whole thing in my I, in one trip. Podcasting for me is on the way to work, on the way home from work, 
and on my lunch, but also like when I'm about to go to bed, I like to turn one on and just relax. And relax. I don't put one on whenever my daughter's in the room or my no. wife. I don't do any of that. But like it's just it's me alone time. Like yeah. even when I ride with him, I try to put it on to ignore his conversations. <laughs> but so, he does too. <laughs> sometimes they don't work. But I mean, yeah. That's Shut like, up, Matt. I haven't heard this episode exactly. yet. But I mean, yeah. I just I think like Jim said, I think it's just going to take. I think Something. it's a trend. Yeah. I think you're going to need to yes. start a trend. All these yes. people that yes. are online uh, bad-mouthing everything and just spending their time being hateful can start a trend to where you can get more involved. If all these people like who are hating uh, movies and hating yeah. the fact, you know, and boycotting, if they could put that much effort into gathering a boycott to ruin movies, then they could do something positive with it and start a trend to where people could go outside and uh, use the social media to have gatherings. If you want to boycott, why don't you meet in a park, meet these people in person, and boycott it from like that. Why don't you use boycotts how they were, uh, you know, supposed to be used. Form up. Don't hide behind something. If you want to boycott, meet these people. Meet You have something in common with them. Why don't you go meet them and boycott the regular way instead of hiding? Yeah, like he said, get together. Have a debate, like what we used to all have. Yeah. Me and Matt, or me and Jim, me and Brian, I mean, I have friends out there. We can disagree on things, and we do disagree on things. But you know what the great thing is? We can actually talk about it and debate with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to leave here and say, well, Jim, I boycott whatever you just said. Because you know what Jim's going to say? I don't care. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we're just in a nation now to where it's so easy to do it over our phones. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, Brian, I mean, any closing thoughts on uh, the future or if it's too late? I mean, I mean, like, like it's pretty well been laid out, you know, between everyone who's already spoken before but, me. But, it's not been laid out. Um, There's something but, new in that brain. <laughs> no, 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 no. I says from what they've, what has been said, it's pretty well laid out. But I, I lean more towards the side that there is more people you're just not going to be able to, to get. Well, that's going. This, that's going to be forever. Yeah, you're going to have, the yeah, hard have that big. So, but it's probably going to be that generation's going to move. It's that generation's if you, if gone. You, if you start here, yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm not necessarily a proponent of giving up on people. No, right, but, right, right. But no, 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 no. if we start with the younger generation yes. now, and that progresses through, that's we what I was going to get. At. We could start the trend. You would basically need to just go ahead and and focus. On the new generation that is coming up now, mm-hmm. and maybe just hope that some of the generation before them kind of soaks up that information and does something positive with it. Yes, there's no there's it, it, to me it would honestly be a waste to try to go after them yeah. directly rather than just going going after the younger crowd directly and hopefully indirectly they see what you're doing and take notice. I, I, I agree. Uh, I think with all this retro coming back, I think retro should involve social interaction. No, that agree. is something retro. Yeah. You want you want something retro? You want to go buy your vinyl? Go meet up with people and go buy vinyl. Yeah. You can't you can't have vinyl listening parties. Vinyl and... listening parties. You want to play Which interactive games? <laughs> There's social interaction. Social interaction Coffee is shops. now retro. <laughs> Because you have, like we've established, everybody yep. wants to stay behind their phones or stay at home for yeah. and do everything on their com, uh, computers. Retro involves social interaction. The only way we could have fun and you know make friends and make these memories as we talked about was social interaction. 
you know, we, we didn't have all these game systems growing up. We had to go to other people's uh, yes. houses to play these games. You know, social mm-hmm. interaction, bring it back. Uh, it's not too late. You know, you can have that retro. Uh, like, no, yeah, I was going to say you can, you can have that as a retro uh, thing. If you want to bring it back, it's going to need a trend to end this uh, constant staring at a phone. Right. And, uh, you know, for the future. I mean, what if we could find a way to get back to the day where people actually went out in their neighborhood, mm-hmm. met their neighbors, yeah. mm-hmm. became good friends, instead of being closed-minded and, you know, just stay away from me. I don't want to look at you, right. which is what I've got in my neighborhood right now. That's what I got. Um, I mean, you know, I would like to live in a town, I mean, in an area um, where I knew my neighbors yeah. and we could yeah. be friends and I could send my child to their house and they could send their kids right. to my house. Exactly. And, and I mean, I would love to have that. I mean, and, you know, it's somebody's got to start it somewhere. Well, I was just going to say, I'm sorry you feel that way, but uh, <clears throat> Jose Valendez is pretty awesome. He sends me actual uh, <laughs> eggs for breakfast that are hey, phenomenal. That's great. Uh, yeah, that is. That's awesome. Uh, Joe has a hell of a barbecue that he does every now and then where he, he actually slow cooks meat. Yeah. Uh, went over there and got some of that. Joe's awesome. You're right across the street. You're awesome, Joe. <laughs> and uh, uh, Steve over here. Uh, is a traveling IT technician for a huge conglomerate called uh, CCA, mm-hmm. which is a private prison company. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, see, we go. need more of that. Yeah, see, I'm that. glad you have that, and I want that. I don't have that. No, I would I love have to have that. Yeah, I only know see, the neighbor directly left to me. That's the only I one mean, I mean, I know my neighbors. I know them by name, but, I mean, they're most of them. I mean, there's like, like one couple that's, you know, we don't talk to them all the time because yeah. they're they're hermits. But but I also do have that one Most house. of them. I also do have that one house that no one talks about, which is right across the street where people yell all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my closing thoughts on this whole thing is we love video games. We love movies. We love TV shows. It's an escape from the reality that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. It's um, always been that way. Yeah. It's always an escape. doesn't matter to me, the game or the movie, the TV, the realism or what I, I if it's something that's hooked me, I'll play it. I'll watch it. I love it because it gives me that escape. Yeah. Each person will always have a different opinion or idea of how we should do this, like focus on moving forward and everything. Mm-hmm. As long as the escape part, it'll always be the same to me. Yeah. And every one of our jobs, everybody here, we have to interact with people. And that's just the main thing, like getting back out and just interacting. Well, ironically, this is actually one thing I kind of thought about in this whole conversation. Just like you said, these things were built as an escape. Our generation and a generation before us were le- were striving to build this type of escape. Did we build an escape for the generation after it, us that yeah, caused was, no return? I think we built it too well. Is that the problem? I don't... Okay, I kind of disagree. I think the escape part is something that's personal. Like if you need that moment of you know getaway, mm-hmm. like at one time for me, it I had to turn on music to escape the world. I would not think of any of my problems when I turned on a good album. And I think escape is a general word that should I, be. I don't think about my problems. It's not a. It's not that. I mean, I actually don't think about my problems. I li- I get into the medium. Yeah. Um, and I'm not listening to people talk about fake news. I'm not listening to people bark about this and gripe about that. I'm just in that Inter- whatever entertainment but enjoying it. That's what I was going to say. I think escape is a general word that some people use. Entertainment is where it all comes down to, to where uh, if you're in t- entertained 
enough to where uh, you don't think about anything. It can be an escape, but an escape, you know, it just depends on where you are and how you generalize your life and a definition. But with, I'm going to quote Ready Player One, real life is real. And (laughs) if you don't experience that, then you're always going to be stuck in this world of information. And that's a horrible place to get stuck because all you're going to have is the knowledge and you're not going to have any way to spread it. And you're not going to have any way to change the world. You're just going to have the information. You're going to be sitting on the Rosetta Stone and not be able to change the world. What Bill, I'm going to go into my closing thoughts, but backing on what you just said, because we have access to all this information, but... I think we need to work towards a way of certifying some of this information because there's so much access to wrong information Mm -hmm. out there. How do we educate everybody? Because everybody's going to tell you, well, I got mine from NSNBC. I got mine from Fox News. I get mine from CNN. I get, you know, there's so many avenues out there. And the problem with a, a lot of those well, there's a big problem with a lot of those networks. I'm not going to go into that. I'm trying to. I'm really trying not to Dial get political. political. I'm trying no not to get politics. into the political. Re- 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 I mean, I had some points I was going to make, but they are, they probably are a little yeah. too political. But I just I want to end this by saying uh, we really need a way, and I don't know what it is. I really don't. But we need to put some thought into how do we how do we create, you know, a certified. So, I mean, we all there. There are some credible sources out there, but no, not everybody knows what they are. No. Um, and and if you know this guy has a group of friends who all go to a bad source, you know, and he gets educated in the wrong thing, then you know, how do we prevent that? Yeah, just find reliable source. We just teach how to be, uh, you know, reliable education. Sources. Education. Yeah. We have to create ways of educating people on finding those reliable sources and staying away from the wrong ones. Yeah. Well, you know, in college, not everybody gets to go to college, but in college, one of the things you're taught is, you know, finding reliable sources um, to, uh, you know, do your research on. Yeah. So, I mean, they could make that information available on an app uh, to find your reliable sources and not opinionated sources yeah. like news, you know, because they have agendas but they do have agendas uh so uh with that closing up with entertainment uh i'm gonna announce our uh show for next week it's going to be flyball caught (laughs) 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 that's the name of the episode and it's gonna be sports it's gonna be sports movies shows types of sports real sports yes we like sports in here we might be nerds, but we do like sports. We watch all kinds of sports. Amen. We are fans. We're fans of everything. That's why it's called Eclectic Collective. Hey, Matt, we say like... sports one more time. What? Say sports again. Sports. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to have favorite fake teams, eras of sports movies, and so on. So please join us uh, for that episode. And uh, again, for the giveaway, uh, it's uh, up, down, left, right, BA, start. And A B A C A B B, be the first ten on the uh, post when we post this episode to give an answer to one or both. Uh, there will be special consideration for both for something a little extra, um, but be the first ten to answer one of these, and you will be in the drawing for this week's giveaway, which again is the Dorbs Funko Cyborg from the Justice League movie. And any other announcements? Before we close up here, I want to verbally announce that uh, we're on a new platform. Oh, on a new platform. Yes, Spotify. 
which I'm excited about because I love Spotify. I know there are a lot of you out there listening to Spotify. Um, you know, the uh, Spotify is an e- easy way to get to, you know, mm-hmm. listen to our podcast. And also uh, in the link uh, uh, that we will post, will take you directly towards our Podbean that will give you more information on other outlets such as iTunes podcast, Google Play and so forth. Um, so, uh, I would like to thank y'all for joining us this evening. Thank you so much. And, uh, review and rate us. Review please. and rate us. Review and rate Because us. as far as we know right now, we're all doing a good job and we can't get mad out of the host chair until you tell us <laughs> what we need to do. I'm so. the dictator here. I will take over everything so until you speak not out. You. Not so sure about the tater part. Yeah. <laughs> review, rate us, good, bad. That way we know what we need to improve on or what you would like us to talk about also. Exactly. Some That's of them right. we might take in consideration. Some of them we probably won't. I, and in the future, I think what we might do if we can get some feedback from you we might put up some uh, surveys yes about uh episodes that we've ideas that we've created and get you guys to vote on them and uh, exactly tell yeah, us we'll what you'd like fan, to hear yeah. about yeah we'd love to do that as, you know as we were talking about social media please use it to uh give us your messages <laughs> and uh again we do have a winner for our star lord plushie thank you and uh jim will be posting the winner of that either tonight or tomorrow so please look for that and i'm matt ryan brian Jim. Y'all have a great evening and a great weekend. See ya. Thank you.